and we are live we are live come on jazz hands jazz hands tyvin let's do the jazz hands it's just me and tyvin show right now we are waiting for other guests to come on so right now you got me hank strange and you have the tyvin show we are both here what's going on i hope you guys got your big girl panties on this is episode 190 of the who moved my freedom podcast coming to you live live from the big daddy guns uh you know the big daddy gun studios we've got zero we've got zero viewers right now let me check and make sure that i didn't make this private no it's public oh i don't i'm not sure it's public yeah but we got we got a couple of people a couple of people are coming on there's some people coming on there we go yeah there we go everyone who's coming on make sure you hit the thumbs ups Okay, we need those. It's getting worse and worse every day on YouTube. I'm just telling you. Really? Worse and worse. Man, Absolutely. I've seen more and more people, the so-called uh, YouTube analysts, you know, YouTube's dying and blah, 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 blah. They're totally, um, what do you want to call that? They, they pimp the worst just to get you involved and to come and watch, but it's really not. Uh, there's a lot of changes been happening to YouTube, but we can get into that later. So you can go ahead and do your shout outs. Yeah, I think that I think we're still being marginalized. Um, and by the way, Rod, I muted you so that by the time you finish making all the noise or whatever, you can you can unmute yourself or I'll unmute you when you're ready. Um, over Hi, Rod. Let me see. Hey, what's up, Tim? Yeah. Nick. So, you know, the thing is, is I, I think that we are being more and more marginalized. Right now, I've got five videos on YouTube that are waiting for them to approve the monetization. Really? Yeah. There's like literally five videos sitting there. You know, I, I mean, I could take a screen capture or something, but trust me on it. They're just, they've been there for like a last, some of them have been there since last week. Well, I know YouTube is doing um, verbal recognition in the videos. They just re-implemented tags as part of search because they had it, then it went away, and then they brought it back. And then um, the description, and they've really cracked down like on keywords. So if you use the word guns, you know, type it out with a Z instead of an S. Oh my and God. Sometimes that kind of glitches it so it gets past it. But the word recognition and now with the voice recognition and the that AI unit that they've got doing that has, yeah. dude, it's out in Mars somewhere. But it's yeah. really hurt. The only good thing I see about this is okay, they are cracking down on some of this, but I think it'll help some of the YouTubers because instead of doing like affiliate links or let's say this gun company goes to the NRA and says, hey, we want to do this and we're going to pay you $100,000. Well, there's a gentleman like you that's pro-gun, very active in the gun community. You know, hey, come over. We can share and spread your message. It's more one-on-one or one to a group and we can really get the word out more and maybe that the content creators can actually financially, you know, gain from some of this. Um, um, I, there, I don't, there is, I, I don't understand your logic of what you're saying, but, um, well, affiliate links, you can't put your links into descriptions. Well, YouTube is a direct competitor of Amazon and they own Twitch. So they were blacklisting your 
Amazon links. Well, you can't link this and do that. Well, if a creator wanted to make money, let's say this company wants me to be a sales rep and make 10% off of each sale. Well, instead of doing the affiliate links, just come contract me and we can do videos versus, and pay me for videos yeah. instead of just doing the, okay. the, the affiliate links. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know whether or not that's going to work or whatever. I mean, and, and we can get into that deeper. I think the big thing, you know, first of all, let's uh, get with what we're going to talk about here tonight. Yeah. Let me start with that. And uh, tonight I, I noticed this in... Um, in one of the in one of the articles out there that I was reading from the New York Times, Andrew Ross Sorkin suggests that some big investment company out there should buy Remington so that they can uh, bring more gun control. So there, there. I do have a link to this article. I'm going to put it up here for everyone to look at it. We're going to talk about that and um, quite a few other things that are going on in the news. Things that I think that are interesting. I will share that with you guys. We were talking about YouTube here and here. Let me uh, let me share this article, the uh, New York Times article. I'm going to share that in the chat. I'm going to share it with you guys here. Speaking of YouTube, which I'm happy to get into, um, I noticed on the Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, which if you're not subscribed to the Lifestyles of Locked and Loaded, you should be. Do it now. But right now we are, let me see, I'm going to look at it. It is 6,666 people subscribed. <laughs> we are the mark of the devil right now. Somebody else out there, please. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe. Break the curse. <laughs> Don't let us yeah. be 6666. Break the curse. Subscribe to uh, Lifestyles of the Logged and Loaded. You know, it'll be terrible for us. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are superstitious or whatever, but that's uh, no. that's where our number count is right now. I'm not really uh, superstitious on that level. Wow. So yeah. I get a friend uh, to go ahead and um, sign yeah. up, man, so we can That's where it. we're at. Everyone hit the thumbs up that's coming in right now. I'm going to go through. Uh, Rod Mills is is in here. If you you can hear all the tumbling and noise, you know Rod Mills likes to bring the noise with him when he comes in. Bring so, the noise! Yes, welcome yeah. in, Rod. Of course, we've got the Tyvin show. I'm not sure. I think we're gonna get 13C Joe here at some point later. So let's go down as really quick and shout out. Carl Compton has this thing on lockdown. He's number one every night now. I don't know what Carl Compton is doing. He wrote some kind of software or something. Oh, so yeah. He's number one. Yeah, he's number one. Shout out to him. And Joe Carpenter. Robert Harris is also here. He says, I hope you got your big girl panties on. Uh, Meatloaf Sandwich is in the house as well. Richard Harper. Uh, Richard Hughes. Uh, let's see who else. Let's see. Let's see. Michael Bender. Uh, he <laughs> says, says uh, call me out. Yeah, Michael Bender says, hi, everyone. Uh, monsooning here in Davie, Florida. Thumbs ups. And I think Michael Bender has the mango plantation. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting business. I think so. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm calling it a plantation. Might be, you know, might be less than a plantation, but he grows mangoes. So I don't okay. know. How, I don't know how big it is, how many acres of mangoes he has, but you know, he has promised us mangoes. I don't know now with all the rain, if uh, you know what kind of mangoes we're getting. So, hey, Hank's got his PO box down in the description below. Go ahead and send him a box. Uh, I okay. actually don't. I don't have my PO box, but <laughs> oh, I thought no, you I did down there. No, 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 I didn't. I don't. <laughs> um, let's see. But no, I, I, I will. Um, I will send him my. Uh, 
I'll send him my address or the the address here, Big Daddy Guns. One of these days, yeah. I don't have that in the description. So, okay. Um, and it's raining. It's raining hard all over the country, or at least on the eastern uh-huh. coast. I know it's raining all up and down the east coast. I don't. I don't know what you have going on in Ohio, but it's raining. Oh, here. we had the torrential downpours. I mean, I when we left uh, Monday to go up and get my truck at the dealership, it started raining Sunday. No wind, no nothing. I heard thunder like three or four times, and then it was just that torrential, straight down, just monsoon style rain, and it rained all the way up to uh, Clearwater up to the dealer all the way around Tampa and I got all the way up there about 20 minutes south of Atlanta, Georgia and it just stopped and we got up there in Knoxville and it rained all the way up to Ohio. <laughs> I couldn't get out of it. Yeah, man. It's like that sometimes. It's like that. Uh, They're getting tornadoes out in Kansas right now. Yeah. The Archangel says it's dry up in up there where the Archangel is. Congratulations to you. Mm-hmm. Richard Harper says it's hot. Robert McRae um, he says, what's up, everyone? Hope you guys are having a great day. Let's see who else we've got in here. Caviar Hound, South KC. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Strange Media Moderator, Gerald Loafers. He's in here. Let's see. There we go. Uh, oh, can, can, I, can I butt in real quick? Sure. What's up? Well, I, I know you're doing the names. The other day when I was on the podcast, if we broke the 200 thumbs up, we'd give out some steaks. Yes. Totally forgot. Yeah, so tonight we get 200 thumbs ups. We're going to have a little deal and we're going to give two filet mignons away to a guest tonight because I am okay. the steak man and it will come from Omaha Steaks. So if you haven't hit that thumbs up, as soon as we get it, we're going to do a little deal and we'll give them away. All right. So steaks will be given away when we get to 200, you're saying? Yes, sir. As soon as we hit 200 thumbs up, it's on like Donkey Kong. All right, there you go. We're at 88 thumbs ups right now. I think we we could pretty easily get over 100, obviously. You know, we've got over 100 people watching. If everyone would just smash the thumbs ups. And as time goes on here, we're going to keep encouraging you because when we get to 200, Tyvin's giving away steaks. Um, Come on, double barrel. Put it right there. Double barrel on them shot. on that yeah. thumbs, thumbs up button. Let's go. Yeah, thumbs up me, bro. No, no, no. Actually, no, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. I don't know where Rod Mills went, but just seeing his picture right now. So, okay, Thunderbus is in here. He says dibs. Thunderbus says dibs. <laughs> LB Louis Cipher is in here as well. The Daily Rant today is in. He says, I'm always late. Just for once, I would like to be first. Uh, you are first in our hearts. The Daily. <laughs> the Daily. Uh, what was it? What was it? The Daily Rant today. You are first in our hearts. There you go. Special K is also in the building. Let's see who else. Uh, Clint Sanders as well. Lost in Outdoors, Gorillas and Guns, Boss Hog. Shout out to those guys. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Bricks says he's in the building. Tactician1776. Um, he says he's locked out of his. Con- oh, is that Kentucky Firearms Network? I guess he's locked out yeah. of his account, he says. What's up with that? Um, I actually haven't talked to him there in a couple of days, but uh, he's got his tactician 1776. He's actually been live streaming some uh, guns. Oh, okay. Or gaming gu- gaming stuff. I'm sorry. Looks like someone hacked his account. Don't know what's going on there. Uh, make Uh-oh. Your, Uh-oh. Do not make your password password one, two, three. <laughs> That's my, uh, that, you know, 
That's how you make yourself <laughs> hacker proof. Uh, they I'm said guessing. password one, two, three. And then if you're in California, the most used password is um, earthquake. Oh, I was going to say STDs. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Justin E is also in here as well. Coffees, guns, and ammo. Astronomy says holla from Covina, California. What? Speaking of California, there you go. Covina is in the house. What's yeah. up? Um, let's see who else. Uh, uh, safety have any... What's up? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I yeah, didn't go mean ahead. Do we have any what? I just want to know, do we have any of uh, friends and fans from Hawaii? Been seeing a lot of news about the uh, volcanoes, uh, the volcanoes erupting and lava and a bunch of property damage. I just want to know if there's any, any of our viewers. Um, yeah. President Obama, I get, did he retire to uh, Hawaii? Just dial in, let us know, or come on the chat. <laughs> and let us know how it's what's going on. He's back and he went to Hawaii, right? I don't know. He definitely didn't go back. He didn't go back to Chicago. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, he didn't go back to Chicago. But uh, yeah, if you're if you are in Hawaii, let us know. <clears throat> I know I have fans in Hawaii, but I don't necessarily see them here on the chat. So if anyone's from Hawaii, let us know, and we'll shout you out. Midnight Range TM says, "Buzzy, buzzy, blah blah blah, jazzy, jazzy panties." That's old school at this point, but I still love it. Buzzy, buzzy, blah, blah, blah. Very cool. I enjoy that one. Um, uh, Safety Harbor Firearms is in the buildings. Walter is hanging out in the chat. There he is. Walter and Lola. Walter can't do without us, man. Walter Walter has to have his, his fix of who moved my freedom every night. Isn't he working over late uh, doing some stuff? Uh, I know Walter is up to something. Uh, what are you showing, Rod? Rod's showing knives in Kydex. So there you go. Nice. I got nice. this. I got this uh, for myself uh, on Sunday from the uh, the flea market here in Jacksonville. Oh, cool! Looks. Oh. What is it? What what uh, company it's a, is that? From? It's a MTech. It's a you know low budget um, knife, but um, man, it's got a hell of a blade on it, man. I. Uh, I actually got Is it, it stainless. Uh, uh, yeah, stainless. Uh, but the um, the handle is more like um, like a like a like I've seen some uh, grips on the Kiapas uh, with this type of uh, finish on it. Um, it's like a wood type finish on it. And, yeah, but uh, is it a plastic? Is it like a G10 or is just it's actual wood? No, it's, it's, it's like a G10. G10. Okay. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. I, 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 okay. You know, I'm I'm not a big knife guy, but um, man, I, I really like this knife, man. It feels good in my hand, you know. Yeah, I like it too. There you uh, go. It's tight. Look, cold guy here in the man cave. Sorry, I had to get a shirt, a little long sleeve shirt on. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> what, you, what you wearing there, Tyvin? Looks like a. Take in, sir. What type What type of shirt is that you got on? Oh no, this is my Thor jersey when I used to race dirt bikes and stuff. Okay. All right, you know just, what? Just a regular, little regular jersey. Tyvin, I got something for you. I always oh, yeah? have something. I always have to have something for the lifestyles of the uh, Locked and Loaded show. Uh -oh. for, one, for one second, I got oh, something boy. for you, Tyvin. Can, can okay. I go ahead and call dibs on it before Hank does? Oh, oh Lord. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> you officially called dibs. Let me finish. Let me finish the. Uh, if I could yeah. do the rundown here. If that's okay with so you, so sorry, I didn't mean to be so, rude. Yeah, if you I don't, don't mind, if you don't mind, Tyvin, 
I will try I will attempt to finish this <laughs> and get it out of the way. Sure, Screaming Skull Salute, always uh, also here. Uh, Travis Hate, as well as Damon uh, Chesser, Nico Sauer. Cyrus 308 says, yo, yo, yo. Tacos and French fries says, good evening, sir. Um, got Carl Carson, Moo Butt, uh, and a bunch of, let me see who else is in here. Um, James Lawson, BG Moto Bang says, he recognized the Thor. There you go. Yo, Tyven. Yeah. Check this out. Yes, sir. Oh, God. yeah, Fox, baby. Oh. <laughs> All right, so Hank, you don't yeah. without a motorcycle shirt. Uh, well, uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't <laughs> know what to say. Very, I don't, sound like very white right now. Yeah, I don't know what to say to you guys. <laughs> Everybody's breaking out. The, the Is that also motocross? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay, there you go. Is that motocross or like for an actual motorcycle? No, it's, it's motocross. Motocross. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. All right. Motocross. Um, they do also sponsor like enduro racing and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Back in the day, they were big in the stadium races. So sorry. Keep doing your shout out, Tank. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the two of you, if the two of you don't mind, I okay. will continue to do the shout outs. Proceed. Uh, music you. lover, CBO. I'm going to try to do this fast because these guys, Chris Bullis, Adam Smith, 86, Vanessa Kitty. I see Vanessa Kitty out there. Zero Cool as well. Andrew Mitchie. Okay, so 19 Pontiac, 79. Shout out to everyone that's out there. If you're just coming in and I missed it, you know what? Uh, let me know and we'll try to shout you out. Please hit the thumbs ups, okay? Hit the thumbs ups. We need those. We got to get those going. And Tyvin said that when we get to 200, He's giving away stakes. We're already at 112, so we're like uh, 80 something. We're 80, 89 or something like that. No, something like that. We're like 80 something away from that. So whatever. Um, 88, whatever it is. Uh, the Archangel says he's there in the shadows. Scorched Earth Firearms Training, which is Rod Mills. He's in the chat. Rod Mills is in the chat. Clover Tack is in the chat. Uh, Charles Holsha says uh, Fox Shocks. So there you go. Uh, Iron there Addict go. Anonymous. Iron Addict Anonymous says, can I get a shout out? Shout out to you. Uh, Trigger Happy says, uh, <laughs> Gainesville slash liberal shithole represent. So no, Gainesville's pretty liberal. That's true. Can't argue that. It's a bunch of liberal knuckleheads here in Gainesville without a freaking doubt. So, you know, we're trying, we're trying I to, we're trying to change that, but. I tell you what, when we left the Big Daddy Studios here the other day, uh, I asked the wife, I was like, you hungry? And she goes, yeah. So right around the corner from Big Daddy Studios is a Waffle House. Whoa. And I tell you what, there were some really nice, uh, polite people in there. Everybody a little bit talking, a little bit of politics, a little this, a little that. But everybody was nice. Nobody raised their voice. Everybody communicated. It was, not, it was a nice conversation with a lot of people in there. Hey, Tyvin, um, I saw your video on Facebook about all the rain. That wasn't a lot of rain here in Florida. No. That that was just a sprinkle. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see this video you guys are talking about. Mike Bryant says, can I get a witness? Mike uh, Bryant! Um, let's see who else is in here. I think I said Cyrus 308. Um, Robert Harris. Yes, Robert Harris. Uh, Big Rob. Let's see. Tell your dad Big I said hey. Big Dick Willie is in the house, Big as well Dick. as Josh Big Dick Willie. So Big listen, Dick. 
Shout out to all those guys. Eric S. says he wants steaks. So there you go. Music lover, you got a shout out, but I will shout you out again. So, okay, we're going to talk about a couple of things. So now, did you guys see this article I put into the chat here? Did you see the article? Yes. You guys need to go hit that up, read that article. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. That's a New York Times article. Actually, you know what? Let's jump into it right now. I'm going to jump into it and start reading it. Um, like I said, let me see. Are we still... Are we still 666? I don't know. Someone's going to have to check on that one for me and let me I'm know. I'm on it. Yeah. So let me pull up this article here. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So everyone remembers that Remington was having trouble in going out of business, right? Damn. So mm-hmm. in the New York Times, Andrew Ross Sorkin, New York Times uh, re- reporter, all that kind of uh, nonsense, says uh, he has an article, please, please buy this gun company. This guy's obviously anti-gun. Um, And he says uh, Remington Outdoor, one of the country's oldest and largest gun makers, is getting ready to emerge from bankruptcy. The question is whether somebody, anybody will buy the company, especially at such a politically and emotionally polarized time for the gun industry. The usual suspects of potential buyers are circling, including rival gun manufacturers like Sturm Ruger and company and some small financiers willing to accept whatever criticism would come from buying Remington. <laughs> you, you could tell where this guy's at. But the other day, I was we were talking about this last week. And if you guys go back to that episode, you remember I said, somebody's going to come in here and buy this company to try to shut it down. And, and so he kind of like stole my idea. So he says, more tantalizing is a pie-in-the-sky idea. Whether a, be, a beneficent billionaire like Michael R. Bloomberg could buy the company and either try to transform it or shut it down, a sort of philanthropic uh, euthanasia is the, in the name of gun control. So he's, suge- he's suggesting that Bloomberg or someone else come in here, buy Remington to either shut it down or start manufacturing, I guess, more friendly guns. What are you going to ask, Rod? I mean, who would, who would spend money to buy a company just to shut it down? There's no profit in there. Um, but think about it, man. Bloomberg is dropping a lot of money. How many millions or uh, hundreds George of millions? George Soros. I yeah. mean, he, yeah, he, but keep he in had, mind. He would have enough money to go in, buy it, and dismantle it. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, million billionaires are about making money, not losing money just to, for a cause. Trust me on that. Depends on how you do it. If you buy the company, depending on what type of machines and tooling they've got sometimes if it is like a failing company or borderline they can sell off the assets and make you know even if it's three percent over the value you know they'll do it you know three percent for you know a hundred thousand dollars ain't much but if it's a 300 million dollar company three percent you know that buys the porsche and the old lady you know a new porsche But, but i mean but they're just doing that just to try to make a point yeah, but but listen, I think there's multiple things. Yes, I think they would shut it down just to make a point. They've been spending a shit ton of money trying to uh, to get rid of the Second Amendment for a long time, right? So they've already been doing that. They they may feel, hey, this is an effective way to go about doing that. And then also in the long run, you have to realize these guys play the long game, right? So when they're able to actually take away guns, then they have more control over people. That equals more, you know, mental slavery in my mind, financial slavery, et cetera. When people don't have any choice, when they can't push back, mm-hmm. when they can't, you know, when they don't have the option of saying no to the government, when those are the only armed people. I think 
I think that it's not, see, when I said this the other day when we were talking about it, and I forgot what episode that was that I was talking about it. I'm sure people are like, yeah, that's batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. This guy is actually talking about it. You know, this is someone you see on the news. He writes for the New York Times. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, he hey, says, let, me, let me ask you ahead. this. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me I got, I got, I'm sorry, I, I got to interrupt you here. Now, okay. what percentage of all gun sales do you think go to Remington? At this at this stage in the game, probably less than five percent. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure okay. what percentage. Okay, so, them, but so, I mean, definitely so, they sell a lot of shotguns. <laughs> okay, so but the, what, I, what I'm trying to really get to is this: mm-hmm. when I think of Remington, I don't. I, I, first of all, I, I don't think that much of Remington ammo, and I already got eight seventy. So think about how many 870s out there. Now, if he was trying to buy Smith & Wesson, if he was trying to buy SIG, if he was trying to buy Glock, then, okay, that makes that's affecting us. Buying Remington, you know, really, that's pretty much, oh, I, would, I would almost be willing to say, hey, you know, have at it. We don't, buy, we don't hardly use them anyway. Um, uh, I do have, I do have some right here. Oh, okay. Remington 410, by the way. Yeah, I've got Remington, check out, I've got uh, Remington ammo. Go ahead. Check out what? Yep. Make sure you guys check out Safety Harbor Firearms on the keg 410 that we shot. Mm-hmm. And I got to call Walter tomorrow. I've got a lot of 410 sitting in my house, and I only got one gun. So I'm looking to go get this beast of a little uh, beautiful craftsmanship from Safety Harbor firearms because I got a lot of 410 ammo. But you're right, 410 or uh, Remington. Some of their ammo, you know, is all right, but some of the other stuff, it just mm-hmm. I don't know. But right. uh, the article says right here, investors uh, have been hard to find. After all, many of the people who are investing in gun control cannot stomach the thoughts of actually investing in any type of uh, gun company, no matter how responsible they may be. Many of the banks which have pledged to stop backing gun makers uh, make now find it difficult to change the course, even if the company that is aimed at changing the industry. So, I mean, they're trying to cut down, you know, Mm -hmm. Dick's and Walmart. And then now they're trying to get the bank since they can't get the government to do it. They're trying to do it socially Mm -hmm. to crack down on the, on it. But you know what, who has the guns and the ammo will win and shall write history. And well, ask yourself this also, if Remington went out of business tomorrow, would anybody lose any sleep? I don't. I don't. I don't think people are going to lose sleep. But there's lots of uh, there's lots of different uh, parts in play here. You know, mm-hmm. I think Remington does have some kind of value. This is why they're emerging from bankruptcy, right? They obviously right. have some kind of assets, intellectual properties, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But would we miss it? Would another company be able, or other companies be able to come in and fill that void or that gap? I think yes. absolutely. Yes. If, you, if you read down further in the article, one of the things that he's suggesting, I'll read it here. A reimagined Remington with a new management and mandate could develop smart gun technology. It could back fingerprint technology meant to prevent anyone who is not the gun's owner from shooting it, a measure that could greatly reduce suicides and the potential for mm-hmm. guns to be stolen. That's all bullshit. 
Yeah, uh, but you know, I know that the, a lot of these guys are pushing for that though. They want the smart gun. Remember the last time a company tried to make the smart gun and then we all got mad and we're like, what the hell's up? You know, if, if there's actually, if these guns actually get out there, then mm-hmm. some States could get away with mandating that that's the only way you could have a gun. If it has this technology on it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, pra- it wasn't practical. That's why I didn't. That's of course it's impractical. Wanted. Stupid. Yeah. But there's no yeah. way in hell. First of all, there's workarounds for everything. It could be hacked. Everything could yeah. be hacked. Yeah. Right. All these companies uh, that have high security, all kinds of things that are coded and encrypted, always getting hacked. It's not practical. There's always ways around it. I don't know how it would stop suicides because that, you know, human yeah, beings I mean, commit suicide. We find one way jump or a damn bridge. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you cut your. Okay, so what, are they going to ban butter, uh, steak knives? I mean, I mean, they're doing it in the UK. Anything over three and a half inches, they want you to turn it in. But you can you can still kill yourself with a, a two inch blade. You can kill yourself with a razor blade. Yeah. So I mean, um, Chris says uh, creditors must be paid. Shutting down Remington won't make money to pay the creditors. Uh, Remington has, listen, I, I know that, first of all, if you go to SHOT Show or you even go to NRA Show, Remington spends a lot of money advertising and stuff like that. Maybe one of the reasons why they're uh, going out of business and having all these problems. I think ultimately one way or the other, Remington's going to come back and it's going to survive out there. Just based on the name, we all know that name. I, even though we're gun guys and we think we know every single gun name, that's not really true. We could come up with names of some manufacturer that you go, no, I never heard of them. Right. Mm-hmm. But we all hear everyone here that uh, on the panel, people in the chat, you've all heard of Remington. That always has a value. Um, and I think that it's not so crazy with what these guys are thinking about. I'm not advocating it. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to bring people's attention to uh, thoughts that are going on out there that, hey, hey. Th- that these guys could get behind these companies and start messing with us. It is a strategy. Okay, so hey, who who is the co- the conglomerate that owns Remington? Because I know it's got to be a conglomerate that owns them. Um, I I don't know. I, I think I remember seeing somebody owned them and some other gun companies or gun manufacturers. Uh, I, I didn't know Ty. Now Ty, even you, the computer guy, I, I thought you probably would know that. Say the question again now. So who's the con- cl- the conglomerate um, that owns that owns Remington? Who's their parent? Freedom, is it Freedom Group? Freedom Group, maybe? Vista, Vista, the John, uh, John okay. from the Gun Collective just did. I was talking with Hank prior to the, the stream. Um, I can't think the name of it offhand, but they own like 25, 30 companies. Right. And they were talking about, you know, getting rid of a handful that are money making. That way, whoever buys it, you know, can make cash. They're not buying a failing company. Right. And then they were going to, con- you know, condense down in and be stronger in just these five, six of yeah. their main brands. Right. What you have to realize is that a lot of these people, I'm not, t- I'm not like advocating it. I'm just trying to, you know, think outside of the box about the enemy and, and what these guys are up to. You know, you, you have to realize how these guys think. If you look down, this is a long article. Okay. Another thing yeah, in there that what made us talk about this last week or this week, whenever the well, we're in Tuesday, so I think it was Friday or something like that. They're talk Bank America, right? We were talking about Bank of America, how Bank of America is supposed to be trying to be socially responsible, yet they're um, getting into uh, getting into this deal. So he talks about that. He says, yet the opportunity for Bank of America, which said it had, quote, more than 11.3 billion in assets with a clearly defined environmental, social and governance approach. 
um, as of the end of 2016, could be a perfect candidate to take a piece of Remington. Other banks like JP Morgan Chase, which also owns a stake in Remington as a result of previous financing, says it's trying to reduce its relationship with gunmakers. It, too, has been a big proponent, proponent of imp impact investing. And here's a big opportunity. So in other words, what this guy is saying is like, look, they could take over this little piece, all the intellectual property that goes along with that. You could shut people down with intellectual with the intellectual property rights. You know that, right? Right. You could, right. Shut, you could shut down things being made. This is one little piece. Maybe another company goes down. They get this company. They get that company. Um, we just have to keep on top of it. You know, you just have to look at these things. These guys are not giving up. They're not going to stop. Like you just said, if the government doesn't do it, then they decide, huh, how can we get in there and take this money? Even though you think it's burning it, why would they do it? Think about why people want to take the Second Amendment away from other people. But I think um, when you're talking about big companies, Second Amendment comes far down the line when it comes to profit and losses. Okay, it's understand just, that. Uh, Vista okay. is the name of the company, V-I-S-T-A. And I can guarantee you, uh, whoever the head of Vista is, if he sold Remington, it would be for him to make a profit and not lose, okay? Yeah. It would be for him to, uh, whoever that, who him or her, whoever they are, uh, I can guarantee they could write that off. L like I said, if Remington was one of the top manufacturers in the industry right now, they, they we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But they're getting Remington at the point where they're probably at the lowest of their low that they've ever been at. So the main thing is that hey, you know what? We can do this. We can write this off. Think about this. If you're a conglomerate, I think it's, the, like, it's the Freedom Group. Uh, but understand this. Yeah. That if they're not making any money, what's the best way for us to unload, at, you know, this 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 asset that we have? And actually, if it's if you're losing money, it's no longer an asset; it's a liability. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if they want to unload that, trust me, we I know you and I and and Tyvin and everybody in the chat here, everybody that's tuned in to us. We're we're I don't think any of us are millionaires or billionaires in here. If I'm wrong, hey, you know, I'm sorry. But I don't think any of us are millionaires. So one thing is easy for us to look on one scale on this, one level on this. Like they said in that rap song, it's all about levels. OK, these guys are looking at the, the profitability or the lack thereof. OK, so they're saying, hey, you know what? We can get rid of this, okay? And it's, it's a liability right now. Let's get rid of it uh, if they decide to do that. I can guarantee you, if sales were going through the roof with Remington right now, that the last thing they would want to do is get rid of uh, Remington. That's the last what, thing. Weren't they struggling just a little bit? Yeah. And then they come up, you know, they were showing just a little bit above profit margin. So mm -hmm. if they could show the company making money, a little bit and they're not in the hole, you know, it's more up for somebody to purchase yeah. it. You know, I, but, I think bankruptcies are more complicated than whether or not there's money going on. Sometimes people just do it for, there's lots mm -hmm. of different financial things going on. Remington is the freedom group and Vista was trying to sell Savage. I think that's what I'm seeing in the comments. Yeah. All but this someone, backdoor stuff happens. Yeah. I mean, all the time and we never know it, but understand this with, uh, even with the freedom group, trust me, uh, these guys own so many, they're a conglomerate, okay? That's how they build their wealth, by acquiring and selling, okay? So I can guarantee you this, whoever decides 
if they sold uh, Remington to, um, let's say, uh, Warren Buffett or whoever, Oprah Winfrey, I don't care. If they sold that to them, they are not going to hold on to that declining asset. They are going to sell that property, that uh, that particular portion that they purchase or the company that they purchase, and somebody else is going to have it. Okay, it's not going to go to the. It may be no longer called Remington anymore, or mm-hmm. who knows? This. Think about this. Does Remington? Who is on? Who who actually is Remington on the stock market? Uh, do they have stock? We do. Uh, are they share? I think it's um, a private. It's a private group. If it's a private group, so therefore, what they would do is this. They will sell. Uh, they will sell maybe so many p- pennies on the dollar. Okay, uh, at least they're not going to sink with the ship. They'll sell it to another person who would then uh, hopefully uh, increase the profitability of it, and then they will sell it to somebody else who, who and who knows they may yeah. they may or may not keep the naming rights. So it's all about big money on this. Okay, I mean that's what I do yeah. for a living. I mean, uh, yeah, I think Cyrus three hundred eight says that they're reorganizing to get rid of debt. I I you right. know, I agree with that. That uh, happens all the time. Trump went bankrupt many times, right? Many times. Yeah. 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 That's and, just and standard Trump procedure Trump. of restructuring, trying to be profit and get rid of the dead weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to just purchase a gun company for the sake of the Second Amendment uh, because the world says, hey, guns are not the cool thing now. And hey, you not that. So you would, say you say no to this. You say that, yeah. that it's not a strategy. No, it is not. No one's, so even though a guy is suggesting that in the New York Times, you say, no, not going to happen. Mean, it's a conspiracy theory. It sounds good. You know what? It's it not gets... a conspiracy theory. It's a dude saying it in the New York Times. Well, well I mean, I, I shouldn't say it's conspiracy I don't know. Theory. Some of the people ain't very credible at the New York Times. I mean, but okay. understand this. This is the, the business section of the New York Times. Okay, but hang, understand right. this. Understand uh-huh. this. How does the New York Times make money? Through people reading their, uh, their articles, purchasing... Um, uh, subscriptions to their to their company. That's how they make money. Okay, I, I'm not sure how they make money because um, I don't pay them anything. Right. You know, and, you and I don't even we may the- we may not pay them, but there are people out there that pay. Uh, you know, to I think keep- a lot of the I think this is this. I understand exactly where you're coming from. Okay, but uh, and I'm just telling I'm just telling you the flip side of that. I think a lot of these media companies, newspapers and stuff like that should have gone out of business a long time ago. Yet they mm-hmm. still exist. They still exist because there's lots of people out there who do have the money that realize even though it's a losing game, this is their ability to control hearts and minds. It's the same thing with YouTube. YouTube is not a winning, making money proposition. It's a losing money proposition. But they, mm-hmm. but they, but you'll never see Google give up YouTube because that's their ability to control that's, what people that's, think. That's the, and that's their money maker. Just yeah. the data and the information that they get on people by using your products YouTube is just a thing. Their data mining, they can tell you your lifestyles, you know, what kind of clothes you wear, your preferences. They psychoanalyze each individual so they can product push to you, say, oh, well, you know, you need some orange juice because we know you're an orange juice drinker. Mm -hmm. And according to your receipt at Walmart, you haven't bought orange juice in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, then you're going to see an ad for orange juice. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Clover Tax says New York Times makes money with advertising more than anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Razor JB says YouTube doesn't lose money. Um, 
Actually, they're not losing money. No, they're, they're not they're losing. They are spending. Like, they, they are spending a crap ton of money for service. You try to try to do. Think about how what level of uploads people are doing in every minute. Look that up. Okay, but hey, how much people uh, yeah. are uploading? My, but hey, understand this. No way, man. We we are we're, we're in the two we're gun guys. We if they're not making money, think about this. Why are we still on YouTube? Because we need them just like everybody else needs YouTube. YouTube is a byproduct. I'm, I'm of not Google. saying I'm not saying that I'm not saying that they're not making money somewhere. What I'm trying to say to you is they lose money in one place so that they they make money in another place. And it's, it's, what this what this represents, the reason why we're all here, why they're still letting us do what we do. Mm-hmm. Because this is still a way to mine us for information, to figure out what people are thinking, what people oh, are yeah, looking yeah. at, they, and all that kind of stuff. And that's yeah. worth the loss. Businesses do that all the time. They take losses on something so that they can gain something else. This is like way is over the, here. Yeah, okay, this is but, this is the game. Hey, it's a it's a balance. It's a juggling act. But hey, but think about who's paying YouTube for that information. That's Government. The, that's that, that's the key. Everyone. Thank you, exactly. Exactly. So you may say that they may be losing. It's like that old adage is take one step back to go three, four. That's what YouTube is doing. They are. Trust me, they are not. Uh, but that's what I just said. But that's what I But that's what yeah. I'm also trying to tell you yeah. that anti gun people would do. Why? Why wouldn't they take a couple of steps backwards so mm. they could take a couple of steps forward in the long run? Why not? Yep. My dad used to haul the uh, IBM servers before he retired, and they were running from the Northeast. I'm not going to give too much information, but they were running from the Northeast to the mountains out in Colorado and Utah. Cheyenne. Everything that's on, well, there's Yaco Mountain, there's Cheyenne Mountain. Anyhow, uh, everything that's done on the Internet is recorded. Everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. And it's actually easier to record everything than it is to nitpick here and there and there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the government got contracts or Google got contracts with the government to come in and organize and oversee and process that information. But the government owns or has a copy of mm-hmm. and or can review anything at any time. It's, exactly. it's amazing some of the stuff that people just have no clue. Yeah, hey, remote, remote Desktop says, correct, they lose money with YouTube, yet they make it up in other revenue streams. Um, definitely the data. If you if you are a YouTuber and you look at the, like, you know, I've been doing this for five years, the amount of data that they have on people, the amount of things that they could tell you, they could pretty much predict us right now. That eight, that um, AI knows what we're going to do before we freaking know it. What yeah, happened so. with the one girl? She was on there and she got a message, something about being pregnant or something. And the dad got involved because they were sending her stuff about being pregnant. And then she was like, no, 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 no. And it turned out that the girl was pregnant because the Google AI psycho uh, analyzed the habits of people and all this. And it turned out that the girl was pregnant. Yeah. All uh, because of her search results. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's a complicated thing, man. It's always the long game. Anyway, listen, I thought it would yeah. just be an interesting discussion. It is. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. To see. We'll see what happens, what comes down. And, and let me just say this at the end of it. I think a lot of the people who run 
a lot of gun companies that exist. I'm not saying all gun companies, but a lot of people that run these companies, especially the big ones, they're not gun guys like us. They don't really believe in the Second Amendment. Ultimately, all these people are doing this because of money, but they don't believe in the Second Amendment. They don't really believe in guns. It's just money. That's what they're up to. And to be honest with you, a lot of those people, we've seen it time and time again. A lot of them are actually on the other side. A lot of them actually give money to the anti-gun people all the time. Right. But this is just a money thing. And if they could figure out how to cash out, they would get the hell out. You know, it's a big circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, massive circle jerk. Hey, real quick, uh, 147 watching. We have 141 thumbs up. Awesome. We get that 200 thumbs up. We're giving two flaming yawn steaks away from Omaha. Absolutely awesome. I see Joe from 13C Gun Reviews is in the building. Mm-hmm. What's up, Joe? I can tell What's you up, just in the office, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So um, I actually <laughs> just came from a county board of zoning appeals meeting uh, in regards to a local uh, shooting range that's in the southern part of my county. That's kind of under assault by some uh, uh, freedom-hating people. So that's actually where I was and why I was late tonight. Oh, they're trying to so shut – it's a range that already exists. They're trying to shut it down? Correct. Uh, they're either trying to shut it down or restrict it so badly that it uh, that it really can't operate. Oh, okay. So are they trying to go through the noise ordinance? Is that what they're trying to use? No, no, not, not this time. We, that was actually an issue uh, about a year ago. They tried to pass a noise ordinance in this county after trying to pass a thousand foot ban on shooting uh, within a thousand foot of a residence. Um, so there was a, th- th- there's, there's been a couple of things. This is actually not related to any of that. It's just related to a couple of neighbors who are further out. Uh, to, to sum up their, their, where they're coming from, uh, one of the complaints that they made was that people were shooting uh, machine guns at bump stocks at the range. <laughs> I don't so, know they know that. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. So <laughs> Okay, so that's great. Yeah, yeah, I bet yeah. Matt, Matt can go out there and do the same damn thing. I want to see if anybody can tell the difference. Right. You know, yeah. with it, you know, just the bump stock and the trigger, you know, what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're coming in on the tail end of this. We were talking about um I I don't know if you I can't remember the last time you were on, but we were talking about this last week that with um the uh, the Freedom Group owns Remington. Remington's going out of business. And we're talking mm-hmm. about Bank of America getting involved in that, even though they're supposed to be getting away from gun things. And there was a New York Times article that came up about it um, suggesting that someone out there like Bloomberg should buy Remington just to shut it down or to affect some kind of gun control. And we were having that. We were having that discussion. We're on the tail end tail end of that um and i'm going to give cyrus 308 because we were talking about google he says as of today google has 103 billion in cash and just 5.3 billion in debt i'll take that any day um Mm -hmm. i'm not arguing google's making money youtube youtube is a losing thing for them money wise on the books but they lose that money because they gain something on the flip side from the money that they're losing that's why they're doing it and what they gain is this what's between our ears you know, they get, I wish they, they would just go put Google online. Fiber in. Yeah. They got all that money. Just run Google Fiber everywhere and make everybody happy. I, I, I don't. I, I really don't. I, you know, I honestly, you know, I still don't believe that uh, YouTube is actually losing money for Google. I think that uh, the revenue is different. Uh, as far as they're not making as the the top potential that they could be making. 
okay? But I don't think that by any way far means that uh, YouTube is causing uh, Google to lose anything. Okay. It's thirty six ninety nine. I think it is. You can get the YouTube subscription to get cable TV on YouTube. Yeah, they made a bunch of money from bunch Fox money. and CNN. They made mil billions. Hey, think about all these I advertisers. One billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So I don't know. I don't know where you're at on this, Joe. I'll let you have the last word. We'd like to meet you, Joe. By the way. Hey, yeah. Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, um, hey, 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 Joe. Before you start. Um, I just want to let you know that you're really, we're really like, Tyvin and I, we're underdressed. I mean, you come in here, you you, you look like Mr. DQ, and we, we got our little cheap uh, motorcycle jerseys on, so, you know. Well, no, no, normally I'm wearing, uh, here, hold on, hold on, here. It's <laughs> good. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. It's like Superman. Where did, where did Joe go? <laughs> Right. Here we go. go. <laughs> Normally, I'm just in a t, you know, you know, t-shirt, whatever. Um, but you know, like I said, when um, you know, whenever I go to any of these meetings that regard any of this stuff, uh, generally speaking, I dress up. Um, you know, I mean, do you have to? No, but um, I don't know. I, I, I try and present uh, as positive of an image as I can. You know, because I was planning on, if it went, I was planning on speaking before the uh, board tonight, but it got continued on to next week. So. Um, we can talk about that later if you guys want. Um, the uh, Remington situation, you know, Remington still has a lot of plans. And I, I was speaking with some folks from uh, from their group uh, about two weeks ago. Um, it, like every company, they're going to restructure. I think they're going to come out fine. Um, you know, the, the question is, you know, they've about a year ago. I don't know if you guys remember about a year ago. They purged a lot of staff. Um, there was a big purge, and it wasn't just to save money. Um, I think they got it like, was upper echelon staff too, wasn't it? There, there was, there was a lot of it was upper echelon, um, and some of it, you know, th there were some good people that got let go. At the same time, they purged quite a bit of dead weight. Um, there were a lot of people who were pushing uh, things like the uh, the R fifty one, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, they, they cut loose a lot of dead weight. They they got rid of a couple of good folks too, but they also got rid of a lot of dead weight, which is what I think they needed to do. Um, it sounds like, and it seems like with their focus more on some of the paraordinate stuff that worked really well, it looks like they're really trying to get back into uh, stuff that people want and stuff that they can actually make that works. Um, now, how is this going to play out long run? I don't know, but I, I don't think it's as dismal as some people think. Um, yeah, they, they, they're they're going to come out of this one way or another. They're they're going to eventually come out fine. Yeah, how big how big of an effect do you think uh, Remington has on the industry? I know uh, Rod was saying that they don't really have that much of an effect. Uh, no, not now. Not now. Overall, Remington's kind of you know they're I I think it's more of a mental uh, effect on the industry. Not maybe not the industry itself, but the cons from the consumer side, right? Because from the consumer right. side, you side when somebody hears the word remington they think about a very uh you know a, it, it it's an old name it's a big name when they think of remington they think about you know a, a huge massive company um more so than what it actually is uh, if, if if that makes sense right mm -hmm. so they look at that that iconic remington name not necessarily seeing how small of a footprint they actually really have what well, it says, okay. says right here 3500 employees 
Uh, Remington Outdoor Company, the website. Anyhow, uh, number of locations is six, and key people is Jim Gessler is the CEO. Headquarters is in uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Well, one so thing they, I can they've tell you got about, a large people. Uh, one thing I can tell you, and also keep in mind, they subcontract out as well. Um, one second, this um, this is a Remington um, uh, R1 uh, Enhanced. When I first got this this pistol, it was not it was failure to feeding. Okay, so what I did was I went ahead and sent it to their uh, blacksmith. Uh, to, um, I'm sorry, gunsmith rather, uh, to get repaired. They subcontract that, that out to some guy in Tennessee at some gun store. It could have been Big Daddy, you know. I mean, it was it wasn't Big Daddy, but it was you know just to say it was you know Acme Gun Store. Their right. gun, their gun, and basically what they told me was that in each region they have different uh, stores or gunsmiths or that they go to to actually get their repairs done. They don't actually send them to Remington to get repair. Yeah, because so, why have those employees on their books? Makes sense. Right, they subcontract out. So mm-hmm. think about how many other folks that they subcontracted out to handle the repair part of their their uh, their uh, firearms. You know, that makes it even bigger. So understand that Remington is not doing as good as they would like to do, but they're not to the point where you know what they're gonna go the way of star. Uh, what's that? Uh, what's that star uh, gun that uh, went out of business in the '90s? Uh, they did the Firestar. Uh, they're not. Trust me, they're not that bad off. Hmm. Yeah, I think I agree with it. They're just, uh, you know, they're just doing a restructuring. Okay, yeah. so let's uh, let's hit up some other things. I don't know if you guys have other news. Um, lots of people were sending me this Costco article. Did anyone see this? So I'm I'm gonna here. Let me see. I'll throw this yeah. up. I'll throw up a link here for you guys in the chat, so okay. everyone can look through it. Um, but I got this from several sources today. So here, here, let me read this. So Costco rejects money for Children's Miracle Network because it came from gun seller, which is sad. Which yeah. is sad. That is. So sad. you don't want to help the children because the person who made the money to help the children made the money selling guns. I don't, uh, uh, that amazing oh, okay, doesn't so, make any sense. So, so here's, okay, so go ahead. Mm-hmm. Think about this, Hank. How much money in like, let's just say in drug money uh, penetrates through the uh, financial system here? So, and I know for a fact that's billions of dollars, okay? So you mean to tell me that uh, you wouldn't want to help uh, the children uh, because it came from a gun company? But you were willing to help drug money because it came. I mean, I mean, it's 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 all about man just making uh, people feel good with stuff like that, which is yeah. dumb. Regardless of where money comes from, I could just tell you this: this is a ab- this is an abstract thing, money that we invented. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of where it comes from, once it's out in the world, so you could have you could have like sold your ass to get the money, or you could have sold drugs or stolen it from someone. Yeah. Ultimately, the money itself is not evil. It's just like guns. It's what maybe someone did over here that you agree with or don't agree with. But if someone gives you money to help children, 
you help the children. That's the way that's the way I would look at it, regardless of, you know. So here's the thing. So for years, a Sacramento black rifle banner has hung in the Citrus Heights, California, Costco. Black Rifle generously gives to the Children's Miracle Network via the wholesale retailer. So they've done this for a long time. For this, they get a banner in the store. Then, according to a Black Rifle manager, uh, Nick Robertson, Citrus Heights Costco reported a complaint from an employee and down came the banner. Representatives from the store later changed that to a customer complaint and explained the decision came directly from Costco corporate office. According to Robertson, word spread about the politically correct move about the Citrus Heights Costco. Shortly after that, two representatives from the Roseville, California Costco walked into the gun store telling Black Rifle they'll gladly welcome their donations and would proudly display the banner. According to reps, there was no corporate policy against it. So Sacramento Black Rifle Coffee worked. uh, I'm sorry, not Black Rifle Coffee. Sacramento Black Rifle worked with the Roseville Costco on a banner and donated $500 to Children's Miracle Network. So hold on a second. And then came a letter from Roseville Costco explaining Pursuant to Costco's Wholesale Regionals office direction and close, please find your company check for $500 made out to Costco representing a refund. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's like, you know. OK, so, you know, what? as gun guys, we another need, place and it still got shut down. So, you know what? We need to as gun guys, we actually need to stick together and we need to start boycotting these places. The best way it's to starting, Rod, it's yeah. starting. But but I think it, it needs to start on the higher level. We need to start off with the NRA saying, hey, and I mean, that's the highest of the high right now as far as the guns. And then we need to get these gun manufacturers and say, hey, we're boycotting this and we want you guys to boycott this. OK, good boycott job this. there to uh, Hornaday. My yep. hat's off exactly. to them for what go. they did up in New York. You know what? Dude, that was a bold move, right. and they stood behind the Constitution of the United States and said, look, you know, if you don't want to be free, we're not going to give you the ammo to the law enforcement to keep you free. So I hope your baseball bat with a bunch of barbed wire keeps you safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, John, uh, okay, Joe, do you, have, uh, do you want to jump in here? You know, I feel, I feel awful because I'm a, I am a big Costco guy. Um, Because, well, I'm not going to tout the reasons why I like Costco, but let's just say this literally just came. That's my Costco reward check from last year. Mm -hmm. Wow. You you do a lot of shopping at Costco. That's 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 also part of my uh, you know I, I I deal with it for business. Um, I also uh, have uh, their their rewards card uh, is uh, second to none on some of the rewards that they have. So I you know there are a lot of people who I boycott a lot of things. This is going to be probably the hardest one for me to swallow because I boycott pretty much anything that's anti Second Amendment, and it's it's really it's really a shame that not only are they going on that level, but like you said, I mean, you know, the, the you know, it's a children's miracle network, right? You know, it, 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 Help how, the baby. For good. How, how are you going to deny that? I mean, that's just, and it, 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 it boggles the mind, you know, that, that someone would be so calloused uh, as to do that. I, I just, I, I can't wrap my mind around that. Um, 
But you know, that's, just, that's, that's, just, that's one of those going on now. Mm-hmm. Costco is one of those places that, um, uh, you know, I, one of the reasons why I kept going to Costco, my local Costco here, uh, all of a sudden one day put up a no gun sign on the front of the building. And mm-hmm. in Indiana, no gun sign doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't have to wait a lot. It means nothing in Indiana. Um, they put one up and I went in and I complained to the managers and I actually wanted writing a letter to corporate. And they wrote me back saying, uh, basically it's their policy. No. Uh, but, but there shouldn't have been a sign that was put up. That, that was their thing. They're like, yeah, our policy is no guns, but there shouldn't have been a sign put up. So they actually mm-hmm. wound up taking the sign down. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of like Starbucks, right? They're no guns, but they don't put the sign up. So they want your money but their official policy is that's what they're going to do. Now they take it to the next level and they're denying money for kids. I just, it's just one thing after another. It just, mm-hmm. just yeah, eventually on then, that check, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good luck on that one. He, um, Tyvin called dibs on that check. <laughs> well, I, I, I gotta take, I gotta take care of, uh, cashing that thing in before, uh, before I cancel my membership. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cash it in now. Hey, eventually, we're gonna starve. Eventually, we're gonna starve because we're not gonna buy anything, or we're gonna have to make our own food or uh, something like that. Or maybe we should, maybe, maybe this, we should buy our own Costco. Hey, maybe this. Uh, we got enough gun owners in America. To but, do I, it. You know, we just had that discussion, though. I, I don't think. I think we 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 kind of decided that it wasn't a good idea to buy companies to turn things around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do have a request, Joe. So, uh, when you cash that in, can you take a camera and make a short video? You know, hey, I'm cashing this in. And by the way, since you guys are no longer 2A, uh, I'm canceling my membership. I will highly promote that video. Hey, where are your force from freedom? Uh, yeah. On there. OK, OK. Um, buy a gun, Joe. Well, no, but you can't. You don't have to tell me twice to buy a gun. Yeah. Hey, go to Big Daddy's Unlimited. You can save some big water bucks. Maybe I I can get two. Uh, Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Or one with a bunch of ammo. Yeah. um, Patrick R. of the uh, firearm rack, he says, what happened to gun nerd talk? I missed the gun nerd stuff. And he's he's apparently. Oh, oh, we can do that, big Pat. Pat, He's he's apparently depressed because we're not talking about gun stuff. Well, hell, let, let's flip it. No, let's flip it. Let's do it 180. I don't know. It's up to you guys. I mean, you know. Start it out, Rod. Go for it. Shit. You know what? Hold on. I say bye. You know? I, yeah. What? What, what, guns, what did you say? What, what, gun, hey, what guns are you about to pull out now? About to pull some guns. Hey, man, let's, oh. let's, let's make something. All right. Hey, let's. Gun four. three With the whole grip on the end. I love this grip. Man, that feels so good on there. It took me the devil to get it on, but I really love this grip on there. You did it I mean, yourself? Yeah, I did it myself. Yeah, you got to put, um, uh, I think, uh, baby oil or something in there or something uh, to slip it on. But, man, if you get a Glock and you have an issue with grip, you know, I have, like, my hands aren't big. You know, I got, like, skinny hands. I got wide receiver hands. They're real soft. I used to play football in college. They're you real moisturize? Soft. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I do. Jurgens, you know, and Tyvin's making sure he's making sure. Yeah. So, uh-huh. you know, no woman wants to uh, have a man rubber back uh, with the uh, hard, coarse hands. 
There's a true lover right there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Prim. Hey. You, Prim cannot, baby. you cannot give a massage with hard hands. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, those big feet that you like are going to be really <laughs> tough to handle. <laughs> Unless you put some lotion on it, I guess. <laughs> hey, Joe, I, I like that. Um, what is that? Is that a star arc back there behind you? Uh, no, it's a PS90. PS90. Okay. Bring okay. it out. Yeah, I miss my Bring PS90. it out. Bring it out. Yeah, come on. Let's bring them out. Bring it out. And, and bring one of your oh, challenge oh. coins. I want to see one of the challenge coins. Did I see something in that waistband? What is, is that? that? Is that, yeah. a, is that <laughs> a gun in your waistband or are you just happy to see us? It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I slid it up front to appendix carry. I, I had then I had this guy in the back uh, uh, with a jacket over it while I was at the uh, meeting tonight. And what about uh, uh, this? Is, uh, 17? Uh, 19. Uh, 19. Okay, 19 done up by. Uh, yeah, I like how this Ooh. one looks. Blackout Custom Cerakote. They did a fantastic job on this. I'm not that is nice. Mess around with it too nice because it's hot. Because that is nice. Ah, there nice. we go. Look at that. Like, Look at that. Like, I mean, go, go, go real go. slow. Go real slow. Lock it in. I locked it. Just go real slow. Oh. It's, locked, it's locked and loaded, baby. Fifty round. Ready for action. Second. Fifty. Okay. Okay, so let's let's get back to Patrick R. Are you happy now, Patrick R? Yeah, there you go. There goes the, the good stuff. Yeah. Is that the FN? Is that the FN brand or? Yeah, yeah. I've I've got uh, I got my hands on uh, a couple of boxes of the uh, original pre-ban uh, ammo. The mm. oh, what the hell is that designation? Now it's slipping my mind. Can I see that muzzle break? Yeah, I was that interested is, in that. That is actually permanently. That's permanently. Come up What's that? Come up this little bit. Okay. Uh. That's permanently attached for 16-inch overall length. Um, this is actually the USG model. They haven't made these in quite a while, but it has the uh, what was the original Secret Service optic uh, for it on the top here, which is oh. uh, a 1.1 1 .1, uh, with the uh, tritium insert with the little. Uh, it's kind of a funky crosshair inside there. It's actually really neat if you get used to it. But um, how's the recoil on that? Mi minimal, non-existent, almost. Okay. I miss my PS90. By the way, J Rock just sent this picture of a 365. I guess 365s are rolling out there. He says this is his buddy's 365 that just came in. Shit, they're hard to get a hold of. Nobody yeah. has them. 365s are starting to come out. Uh, you yeah, can't get one from Jacksonville to Daytona right now. Yeah. And right. Scott sent me these uh, revolvers. Here you go. You know, some single Gun porn. Uh, Daddy oh. and baby. Daddy and baby right there. So there you Pat go. Patrick, yeah. Patrick R. ought to be, he should be happy. Uh, right I don't now. know. I, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you know. Oh, Gorillas and Guns made a video about his 357 revolver. Um, Ruger? I think his was, no, no, no. Smith and Wesson. There's another whole grip right there. Right? Is that the Hogue? Yeah. Is that the whole grip, yeah. Oh, whole grip, yeah. Yeah. I so, love this. You and uh, Walt, did you get to shoot this, Hank, when we were down there? I know Walter and Babyface uh, got to shoot it. I can't remember if I did. I know you were trying to get me to shoot it. I cannot remember wow. if I actually did shoot it. By the way, guys, I'm looking at the truth about guns here. And the truth mm -hmm. about guns, the article that's on top right now, 
it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. This this is weird. Their article says the New York Times wants to turn Remington into the most advanced and responsible gun manufacturer in the country. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. The tr- someone at the truth about is written by Dan Zimmerman. You know, oh, grip. It's weird. You guys aren't catching on to that, are you? You're not oh, catching yeah. on. You don't. You don't. You don't like. You're not catching what I'm laying down. That's totally the opposite we, of what we, we were talking about. No, we just no. That's cynical. the same. That's the same article that we just talked about that just got posted. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, on, I'm sorry. The I'm same sorry. article we're just talking about just got posted on the truth about guns. I'm just saying. Okay. Got 13 comments. Saying. Yeah, I'm just. So saying. they they want to they yeah. want to basically change. They, they might have been listening to us. They might have been listening yeah. to us talk about that. You never yeah. know. Uh, Silverback, Silverback Scott just sent me that. There you go. That's yeah, there it is. We're throwing up revolvers. Do you have any revolvers, Joe? Uh, I have a couple. Um, I'm not really a wheel gun guy, but I do have a couple. Um, yeah, let me go get a revolver. I don't you guys break, keep I don't break, I, break it I don't out, Joe. Any, what's that? Break it out. Um, I think revolvers are making a comeback, man. I've been seeing a lot more and more on YouTube, like overall in general. A lot of people are buying revolvers and, and getting back into it and playing and having fun with them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just want to say thanks to everybody in the comments here. There's been a bunch of people. Uh, I, I've, I've been reading through the, the comments here. Uh, for those of you who don't know, those of us on this side, we have to have a separate window popped open to actually see that live comments as they stream in. And and right. thank you, everybody, uh, from screaming uh, – Skull Saloon, Axes and Armament, great to see you again. Um, Are you on mobile? Florida Guns, thank you for SS1, uh, 190, I'm sorry? Are you on mobile? No, no, okay. no, I, I'm actually just using my uh, my laptop camera right now. <laughs> um, Moobutt says it's okay. Gorn time that I should chill. And oh. Robert Wick says real guns have wheels. Um, I don't know if you guys broke out, but I'm going to break this one out because it's in the safe. Uh-huh. There's a wheel gun for you right there. Ooh. There you go. That four five go. four five four Kasul. You know, Ruger yeah, Super <laughs> Red Hawk Alaskan. There you go. That's a wheel gun. Hey yeah. Joe, you should have looked at the look on your face when you saw that gun. <laughs> I, I, you know, there are some gut some revolvers that I just I, I like a lot. And that's one. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a bad like- boy, bad boy right there. Do like you prefer Joe the short the short uh, <laughs> barrels, or do you prefer a medium or like a long barrel? Um, the only revolvers I have are pretty much all uh, all snubbies. I think the only one that I don't have is a uh, was a 1891 Nagant revolver. Um, I think that's the only one that has actually a halfway decent barrel length on it. Um, and that, that okay. was a CNR gun I picked up years uh, ago. Jacob uh-huh. just sent that one, by the way. Everyone's sending me now pictures of their wheel guns. So I there guess it's go. Wheel Gun, Wheel Gun Tuesdays. There you go. Hey, Hank, uh, you going to give out your number and have everybody send pictures of their revolvers. Let's yeah. make it a revolver night. So hey, uh, where, what number are we at? Is. Did we hit? Did we hit? Yeah. The Patrick, I know Patrick R. has a bunch of them, or he should, he should have. Yeah. He probably hates revolvers. He's just now even more miserable. 166. For all I know, you know, you can't really make Patrick happy. So I wasn't necessarily yeah. trying to make him happy. I was just I was just echoing his misery. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I grew up with the six inch one, Joe, and oh. we used to shoot pop cans across the yard with them. Mm-hmm. And dad said, well, you know, 
it, you're, you're old enough, you, you need to go buy your own. So I bought my man cannon, and I tell you what, I love the 357. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, got, so there's nothing. You got a revolver? What's okay. that? Uh, on Rod, do you got a revolver? Okay, yeah, that's right. You showed it a little earlier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I so got a, Go ahead. Oh, no. The, um, there, no, there's nothing. I, I don't I don't know if that comment was based upon me because it scrolled past pretty quick. But, um, no, I, I don't have anything against wheel guns. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, I just, I'm not really, a, it's not really my thing. If that makes sense. I like them. You know, I have a couple, um, but I think it was uh, maybe it was Vanessa who posted that. I can't find it now. But, uh, yeah, I don't have anything against them. You know, they're obviously very handy and useful. I just there's some things I like more than others. And that's uh, and that and that's full semi automatic. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, I saw that video and this guy's supposed to be a high ranking officer. First, he shoots up here, and then he shoots down here like he's all scared and everything. And what? I'm shooting full semi-automatic. <laughs> These people are hilarious. Did, did you guys see the video recently? Uh, I think uh, Twang and Bang put up his own little rendition of it. Uh, the, the, there, there was a army officer who turned uh, pastor who used uh, who was talking about how dangerous his AR-15 was and. He, he, he strips it and throws it in a fire. And it was actually a, uh, uh, it in the chamber. It? It, no, it was, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the 22 ARs, um, Smith and Wesson. Yeah, Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Smith and Wesson. So, uh, uh, an MP 22. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so he melted it. He melted it. Right. Basically, yeah. that's a lot of plastic on that. If, if if he put a nice armament in there, I, I'll be impressed. In right, yeah, yeah you can't. Yeah, put I got a one of those little Smith and Wesson twenty twos. I mean, it it's sixty percent plastic. I mean, it's literally just the the firing mechanism with the trigger and then the barrel, and then it sits in a big plastic case. I mean, the upper and the lower and the stock and everything. It's just two halves of plastic, but with the barrel in the middle, and they put it together with bolts. And there you go. Yeah, those I are mean, those are cool gun. They're fun. They're fun to shoot. And twenty two oh, always is. Yeah, I know some people that have made those into like they've changed the barrels and things and made them suppressed and make them SBRs that are suppressed. And you can do all kinds mm-hmm. of cool little stuff with it. So I like those. Yeah. yeah. By the way, here's something to lead up to the next gun, uh, Gorn. We got going on here. This is actually my great 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 grandfather. Yeah, four three greats. Um, powder keg from the Civil War that he carried the powder say, in. I was going to say, is that where you keep your cocaine? No, easy now. <laughs> and then uh, I got this big bad boy right here. This is actually a U.S. service issued weapon that was given to my grandfather, great third great grandfather during the Civil War. It's pretty much a uh, wall hanger now. What but, is it? Uh, it's a uh, old musket. Oh, oh! I thought you meant the little horn thing was the. Yeah, that's the, the gunpowder holder. They put the gunpowder in. They had it's that got in some the... spring to it. I don't know too much knowledge about it, but uh, it was passed down when mom and dad moved down to Belize. Um, I uh, am a caretaker of some fine collectible firearms. Uh, not mine yet, 
but uh, it is missing some of the pieces. It is worn. It was used back in the day, but it's been hanging on the wall for, I know, of all of my life. But uh, this thing is a beast. That's that cool. It, now, what is that? What, some, now, what is that you have your hands on? What's that long thing there? Is that what is that? This is the the rod to uh, run your run your powder and your ball and tamp and and do all that stuff. Okay, it's so missing what, a bunch of pieces through here. What's the uh, the long the thing the long thing right there next to the rod? I don't this know. one. Yeah, what's that? That's the barrel. <laughs> I set you up, Tyvin. Yeah, I, I know. You try. Yeah. Barrel. That's why I said. That's why I said barrel. <laughs> I, I like uh, um, Kevin Dixie's shirt he put on there. Burl King. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. Let me see if I can get a name on this. It's a burl. Burl. <laughs> uh, more. It's an octagonal burl, according to uh, Screaming Skull Saloon. Octagonal burl. <laughs> I don't have very much How do you information say that on with an accent. It's an octagonal girl. Octagonal girl. Yeah. Hey, Tyvin, uh, who's that? Uh, who's you, who's class A's of those back there? Oh, those are mine. Oh, okay. Where's yeah, I put all my stuff. Where's your MOS? Um, 13 Echo, uh, King Fire and Direction Specialist, and I became a uh, 13 Bravo. And then um, that's when I got into. Um, Got off the gun line, and then I was the first sergeant driver, and then got to armor. I worked in the uh, the Devardi units, mm -hmm. which is overall of all the gun batteries. Mm -hmm. And then I was the armor command driver. I worked in um, supply. I was the N, uh, NCO, I see, of NBC, your mm -hmm. gear. Yeah, the chemical. Mach 4. And then, yeah, Mach 4. Oh, yeah. Mach 5, dudes, where you wear all that, and then you have to wear the uh, your yeah. rain gear over top of that, oh, and man. that hot 110 Texas <laughs> weather. Oh, my God. You and then what? I got all of that, and then went down to motor pole, and yeah. then I was the fuel handler, the AOAP sample, the oil guide, the petroleum product specialist, mm. and then my NCOIC. He knew I was a mechanic as well, so they gave me a toolbox, and I started working on Hummers and five tons and light track and all that. Man, I had fun in the Army, dude. I'd, <laughs> I'd do it all over again. But here, uh -oh. I can take you with me. We're going me. on a trip. We're going on a trip. Let's oh. see. Yeah, we can take you with you. Hold on. Did it come back? Uh, no, we lost the visuals. <laughs> there we go. It's coming back. Okay. There you go. All right, cool. All right. Come back. There yep. we go. Uh huh. Yeah. So you get a glare out of it. So is that uh, a picture of younger you there in the bottom? Oh yeah. Hold on. Let's take a look. At <laughs> That's basic. <laughs> Holy jeez. Yeah. Basic training. And then I got my wall. I got my big wall of glory right here. This is pretty much all my accomplishments. This right here is a picture. Um. Uh. Camp. Um. Camp Stanley, right there over in Korea. That was my command uh, vehicle when I was a driver over there. And then I got my BDUs right here. And then I was telling Walter about this big bad boy. This is a uh, ammo case off of a battleship that my grandpa <laughs> gave to me. And it's brass. Oh, man, and then all the, all the guys that I was in Korea with, 
Mm-hmm. And um, I still work with this guy right here. This is uh, Cornstock, he goes. And then I've got my regular BDUs. Uh, and then I, go. got, I got my Indiana Jones knife in there that I got from Dad. Hey, hey, and Tyler. Then, Tyler, somebody went to the cleaners and got those things starched, I see. Oh, yeah. I had them starched <laughs> before I left and then hung them up. Uh, this, this was my saw that I had uh, uh, when I was in Korea. Yep, Dude, beautiful gun. Yeah, I love and this And then... All my fourth idea awards, and then this right here, I'm not picking sides, so please understand. But this is my step grandfather's great uncle jacket from the Civil War, oh, and okay. then I got I got a picture of him in his regiment, and then he the uh, second row first or second guy to the right right there, and he was stationed down there um, in West Virginia. Okay, cool. So, cool. And then I got all my certificates and awards and all that good stuff. This is my big man cave. I actually put a parachute on the ceiling <laughs> all the way around the, in my basement down here. So I got an army. Um, they, used to, they used these parachutes when they dropped the tanks out of the back of the C-130s. And Ooh. it fit my whole basement all down in one piece, man. It was beautiful. Wow. Wow. Yeah, hey, I, I wanted to hook the man cave up, man. So you know, I tried to do it right. I'm thinking about getting some uh, some camo, uh, you know, the camouflage netting. Uh, put hey, it on my put on my back wall back there. The archangel says, "Damn Yankees!" Yeah, I got three hexes out in the garage out there. I, I can hook a brother up. And oh, uh, okay. CB, CB says there's a Civil War pick with Walter next to him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a young Walter Keller. Yeah. Young Walter yeah. Keller. Yeah. Hey, but uh, I got a, I got a lot of relatives that was in the military throughout all time and and I've collected a lot of family heirlooms of everything. It's a pretty awesome deal, man. I, I'm fortunate that I've got some really cool stuff. And by the way, uh Mr. Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms is now official. Mm. I got hit. I got his uh, emblems on the desk right here. I got a little. I got got the little thing. Yes, sir. Yep. Very cool. And then whoever wins the stickers, Walter gave me some extra swag. So we've got three stickers. We got a Safe to Harbor uh, patch, and we got a little doggy with his uh, Trump hair, and then we got another little ohm right here. So whoever wins the stakes at the uh, two hundred thumbs up, you're gonna get hooked up. Yeah. So what's the status? I don't know what's the status of that. All right. So do you guys have while I'm looking, checking up the status right now, who who has news or stuff you want to talk about? I think we're at 175. So we're 25 thumbs ups away. If you're out there right now, smash the thumbs ups. When we get to 200, Tyvin is going to give away Omaha Steaks. I don't know who's eligible. Who all is eligible? Uh, Gorillas. Everybody. But uh, I can't do it on the, the guys. Us. Um, because there's like a two minute delay or something. So it'd be kind of like an unfair advantage. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Joe, do you have any news? You have any videos coming up that you want to tell us about, man? Um, so we're, uh, I think the last time I was on, we had just started going on full 30.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's happened. Um, what else? What's come out new recently? Uh, I got a silencer video that dropped about a week or so ago. Uh, AAC Halcyon silencer. That one's up. Uh, also the, uh, the backpack. Um, I think I was talking to you the last time I was on, it was at least probably three weeks ago. 
um, that Markor 45, uh, 45 liter pack from VanQuest. That okay. review uh, is live as well. And how's uh, and that backpack actually, holding up? It's still good or? Yeah, yeah, it's great. I've, uh, I, I've, I've used it enough um, to get a good feel for it. I'm going to wind up doing a follow-up video because there's so much to, I, I've got a lot of requests about, you know, like different tips and tricks and stuff, not just with general packs like that, if you're actually going to be going out for a couple of days straight, but also uh, some of the different options on that to kind of some neat tips and tricks, I guess is the best way to put it. So there'll be a follow-up video on that. Um, and I want to get this thing actually out on an overnight hike. Um, the hiking I did here, I did hiking around, you know, around the property here and some adjacent neighbor's property. I took it up to the Indiana dunes. I did a little short day hike up there with it, but, um, I actually want to go overnight with it. Um, and it just, the way the weather's been here, hell up until two weeks ago was freaking snowing still. And, it, you know, and it, this, this time of year, it's, you know, it'll snow, it'll, it'll go from snow to sleet to rain to back and forth. I mean, it's horrible weather to be outside in it. Quite honestly, I, if it's cold and snowing, I can do that. If it's, Which state are rain, you in? I can do that. But when it goes back and forth, it's horrible. I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. What state were you in? I'm in uh, Northern Indiana. Okay. Really close, really okay. close to Lake South, Michigan. South Bend? Uh, just west of there. Okay. Hey, Joe, Joe, are you going to, uh, you plan on going to the NRA next year since it'll be in uh, Indianapolis? Yeah. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll definitely go next year with it being in Indianapolis because Indianapolis is maybe uh, two hours, 45 minutes from me. Okay, Usually, cool. maybe three. Be so good to see you. Be good yeah. to see you. It would be. Yeah. Okay, so Joe, I think you were going to tell us more about the meeting, right? We were going to get into a little bit more in the meeting. Yeah. Um, before we do that, American Gun Chick wants to know if she's eligible for the stakes. Yes. Right, so if she she's in the chat, so she's eligible, right? Well, whoever's watching, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whoever's in the chat is eligible. Yeah. Okay, so tell us more about how the meeting went or what do you think is going to be the result of this or what's going on with that whole situation, Joe? So the guy... Um, the guy over there here, let me, uh, let me fix this. So the guy, um, <clears throat> the guy and his wife who own this piece of property, um, they have, uh, uh, it probably wouldn't be, they, they it's, uh, the property they're on is on his owned agricultural. So they have a small FFL that they, uh, run out of their house and, and, and like barn. Uh, and they also opened up a little over a year ago, uh, a gun range. They, they applied, they got the variants, because uh, in this county, if you want to have an actual gun, you know, for-profit gun range, you have to have, you know, pr pr probably every single county. Okay. What's the, the name of this place? Can you tell us? Or it's called um, the. I don't know exactly what the range is called, but the 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 little home. I don't want to call it home-based FFL. Really, that wouldn't be fair. But the shop is called the Gun Barn. Okay. U N B A R N. Um, so, and I I saw him tonight actually for the first time. I haven't been down there. It's in the southern part of the county. And uh, of course, you guys know I shoot here on the property. Um, uh, so yeah, I really I, I I can't remember the last time I've been to a public range, um, other than like an industry event anyway. Um, so uh, he he filed all his paperwork. He got approved for it. It's been going for a year. Um, and there's a local group uh, in this area called Infinity Solutions. Great group of guys. Uh, they do training, and they're bringing. There's really no real training training up here in northern slash northwest Indiana. Um, there, there, there's nowhere for people to go and there's no, you have like the small places that do like NRA, you know, pistol classes, stuff like that, but not actual training. Right. So these guys do a great job. Um, and, and I know the owner of the company, I've actually known him for about seven, eight years. Um, so 
they started holding classes there. And before he did, before they started holding classes there, um, uh, he asked them because they were zoned to shoot Monday through Saturday, but not Sunday. And, uh, and you know, the owner of Infinity Solutions said, hey, you know, we're going to be out there. We'll be shooting, you know, on Sunday all day. You know, we got to, you know, we're doing a two day rifle class. You know, you should really get approved for that before, um, you know, bef- you know, before, you know, before we start doing get a full approval. So he called, he talked to the Board of Zoning Appeals, one of the people, uh, one of the building commissioner people, and and they gave him verbal permission to shoot. And they said it should be fine as long as nobody complains. Well, the guy said, hey, you know, you're, you know, you're out there, you know, doing a rifle class all day. If someone does complain, you know, go ahead, get your approval for Sunday now and be done with it. So they didn't. And of course, you know, somebody complained. And, um, and there really aren't a lot of houses. I, I haven't been down there, but I did, you know, I did it on Google Maps and I looked at the satellite view. And there's with it, there's no houses within about 1,500 feet, and there's a handful of houses that are maybe 2,000 feet away. And by handful, I mean literally less than five, maybe three. And all the rest of the houses are at least half a mile plus away. Um, one of the main people complaining lives two miles away. Um, and they, they, you know, <laughs> right, okay, two so, miles. Wow. Yeah, two miles. So, I, and t- t- to give context, the uh, the uh, the police department. Um, in one of the bigger towns here, they have a uh, shooting range. It's almost, it's right on the outskirts of town, but I mean, they're, it's surrounded by subdivisions, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. So I, the outcome of the meeting was the, the, uh, the, the lawyer for the group um, rescinded their original uh, request and said they're going to, they, and submitted another one. So of course it can't be held. It can't be, uh, um, it can't be taken up until, you know, until the next meeting because it was just submitted um, based upon, you know, well, we're going to just do what we've been doing. We're not going to do anything extra. We're not going to shoot on Sundays. And, you know, we're going to answer in the next one all the different questions that we've had from you got from the board. So they wound up agreeing to that. They said, yeah, that's fine. Give us a new thing next month. That's good. Then the, then they heard, which I kind of figured this was going to happen, but I, I don't understand why their lawyer kind of went with it that way without finding out what the other side was going to do first. Um, so anyway, their lawyer got up and started complaining about, you know, there's, there was eight people sh- out there shooting at one time, but there's only four shooting positions, which technically there are no shooting positions out there because it's just a hundred foot long burn. So there are no shooting positions, um, which brings up another question. So, I mean, the, the whole thing from the moment I heard that it became an issue until now, I've had the same advice that's been passed through through my friend there. I'm like, you know, whatever is there is going to get nitpicked through. And this guy who was doing it was just kind of like, oh, well, I'll just do this. And he didn't dot every I, he didn't cross every T, and that's what they're getting attacked on right now. And um, I, for, Technicalities, for those, basically. Exactly. So for those of you who aren't, um, who aren't familiar with, uh, with, with one of the struggles I had here, um, and it was about a year after I started shooting here, um, I got a letter uh, from the... Uh, uh, from the plan commission, uh, accusing me of operating a shooting range and cease and desist immediately and file for this and that. And, you know, basically they wanted me to submit myself to the, uh, bo- to the board as, an as action. a business. Cause you shoot recreationally. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I shoot recreationally. That's so I called the plan commission when I'm like, look, you know, when I first talked to her about it, she wasn't even sure that shooting was legal in the County on your own property to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> in Indiana. Right. Yeah. I mean, go figure. Right. Um, And this is a pretty rural county. 
I'm not, I'm not in a, you know, a, a major metropolis here or anything like that. So I explained to her and, and she said, well, you know, you still do this. I said, so what you're telling me this letter is, you know, kind of the quarter acre here, um, you know, wh- where I've constructed this really safe, nice berm, you know, where, I, you know, where, I, where I have the, I can't shoot on that, but I can shoot on any of the rest, uh, you know, any of the other, you know, dozen plus acres on the rest of my property. Um, so I can shoot anywhere there. I just can't shoot into the safest backstop. That's what you're telling me. And she's kind of like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I said, no, it doesn't make sense. So uh, any, anyway, long story short, um, that went away. And, uh, and I don't have any issues with that anymore. Hopefully I never will again. But it, 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 it's just ridiculous what um, – and this, this was launched at the behest of the former commissioner here, a Democratic commissioner, who I riled some of his hackles. Uh, on another issue and he wasn't happy about that. So it was the letter came three days after that commissioner's meeting that I uh, went after him on something else. So that was obviously a targeted vendetta, which, uh, which felt flat, but it's, it's just sad, you know, that these little, you know, why why do these anti-gun people have so much political power where you are, especially if it's a rural area? So, um, so the two previous issues, the uh, the thousand foot ban they tried, and then the uh, the noise ordinance, those came under a democratically controlled commissioner board. Since then, uh, there was an election uh, after that, and the guy who was in there lost re-election. Um, and uh, so the board power shifted to the positive side. So now there hasn't been any issues with that. What we're dealing with now is uh, consistent upon this guy kind of I don't want to say playing it fast and loose, but he he obviously didn't consult anyone for the ideas who, who knew what they were talking about when he came up with this idea to make a range. He should have really made sure if you're going to submit yourself before an authority that has power to shut you down basically at will, um, you need to dot every I and cross every T. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you might want to get a lawyer to look over everything and follow yeah. his advice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I got I got one question. Ordinances are not really laws, correct? So, um, so it, part of it depends on what state you're in. Um, so, speaking here to Indiana, an ordinance uh, an ordinance cannot be punishable by more than a fifteen hundred dollar fine, and it can't be punishable by more than uh, I forget how many days in jail. But you can get fined per occurrence, technically. So, you know, you could get fined, you know every day, $1,500 a day. Right. Um, so that kind of thing, you know, can obviously add up. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, this is probably going to be going on for some time now that he's in this quandary, right? Yeah. It's going to take some time to work out by the way. I think, um, I think we're pretty close to hitting 200. Let's see where we are here. We're at 195, five more people hit the thumbs ups right now. And then Tyvon's going to give away stakes. So let's come on. There's five people out there. We've got over 150 people watching us live right, right now. Five of you have not hit the thumbs ups. I think you guys could do it. We can get to 200. We can give away these stakes. Um, and then while we're waiting for that to happen, someone let me know if it does happen. Um, so do you remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about um, a lady getting sucked out of the plane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in China, that happened to the co-pilot of a plane. Sichuan Airlines co-pilot sucked halfway out cockpit window, pilot says. 
So a seemingly routine flight from uh, southwestern China to Tibet turned chaotic when a windshield burst open in midair, partially sucking out the co-pilot. So that's wow. going to probably be news tomorrow. That's that's happening. That, that stuff is that's going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we were. weren't we talking about how to survive? <laughs> yes, we at the back of the plane. Yeah, we were talking about that. So, yeah, that's happening. I, I think we're at 199. One more person. Hit the thumbs up so we get the stakes. Come on, one more person. Let's see. Are we there yet? Are we there? Yes, we're there. 200. Boom. 200 thumbs ups. Nice. I hope everyone here on the panel actually went in and thumbs up. Oh, no, it's not. I don't know if it's official. We're at 199. Somebody, we got like five thumbs downs. And we have oh. 99. We need one more thumbs up. Well, there we go. 201. Okay. Okay, time in. There it is. Okay, guys, I have a confession to make. What? I was 199. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to hit the thumbs up earlier. Seriously, Rod, seriously. And I was, and I was about to come in here and say, you know, you kick, you, you kick bricks if you're in here. You didn't thumbs up and it was me. Yeah. John uh, Dieter says yeah. there's been several of those window problems. I think we're going to see more. we got a bad batch of windows out there. When you get on a plane nowadays... <laughs> Put that seatbelt on. Don't take that thing off unless you got to go to the bathroom. I tell you what, it'll make you think twice because everybody always fights over getting a window seat. I bet you the aisle seats are the hot ones to get now. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, let's see here. Okay. So, what are you doing for these uh, stakes, Tyvin? What's your plan? All right. Everybody, lock it on you, Hank. Lock it on me? Okay. What am I going to be doing? Uh All right. Grab your uh, assault rifle back there. Oh, you can take that one, too. Yeah. This is my this is my assault pistol, but here's my. All right. You want my assault rifle? Here it goes. Right yeah, here. yeah. My assault, All right. here's my assault rifle right here. Can you so move you know, your camera um, so you can point the rifle at the Big Daddy uh, emblem? You want me to point point to the Big Daddy emblem? There you go. With with you in it, that way everybody can see it. There How's you that? go. All right. Here's the deal. Take a screenshot of that right now and put in there Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded with Hank Strange. First, and you have to put at the time in the show, too. So I'll get it on Twitter. You have to tweet it at it. Right oh, so now. people have to, so, so this, so that people have to be on Twitter for this one. Okay. Yes. Just bear screenshot mind, not it. Everyone's on, not everyone's on Twitter, but we'll do this one on Twitter. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, let's do two. Facebook. First person on Twitter and the first person on the Hank's uh, Army. What's that? Hank situation on Facebook. First person that takes that picture, posts it, and tags Big Daddy Guns at Hank Strange and at the Tyvin Show. Yeah, on I'll Facebook. Over there right not every, now. Not, yeah, not everyone's in uh, Hank's Army because, you know, not everyone's in there, but we okay. might have people. Go right now. Out. But if you're on Facebook, do it now. Do it now. And then I'll go over to Facebook and Twitter right now. And I will see who the first one it is. Make sure you have to put at the time and show as well. Yeah. So I see it. And at Omaha Steaks as well, because you yeah. know, they're giving away the steaks. So you got to do at Omaha Steaks. So because, you know, they're giving there us steaks. Are, they're they're oh, delicious. Yeah. Um, although I've never I've had Omaha Steaks before, but I haven't partaken in, in the uh, grilling guns. <laughs> um, the first one on Twitter is Thomas Jones at Taco underscore Tom. There you go. Is Damn that it, a, sir? I will Jones. follow you. 
So there you go. Congratulations to him. He's got some Omaha steaks. All right. I got to go over to Twitter or over to Facebook. Delicioso. Delicioso. Okay. So then let's see who. uh, Let me go over here. uh, Facebook Facebook and Twitter is so 2009. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lawrence Fulton says, I don't shitter or Facebook. Oh, I'm so sorry, bud. All right. Hank's Army of Strangeaholics. I'm looking right now. <gasps> Nobody's done it. Come yeah, on, Gorilla and Guns. No one's done it yet. Gorilla uh, and Guns. Uh, don't see anything yet over on the Hank's Army of Strangeaholics. Gorillas and Guns says he's not doing it. He's not doing it because he's not sharing. Do you know Gorillas and Guns? Are, are you expecting him to come share these steaks with you, Rod Mills? Uh, uh yes. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, so yeah. Um, Florida Guns wants to know what about MySpace? <laughs> no, I gave up my MySpace account like on a zero. Cool ago. says f Facebook. <laughs> That's actually how I met. Cherry Wine. Um, she found me on MySpace, and we just started talking, and we're married and so, hey, happily listen, and everything. If it, so if I count to ten and no one does it on Facebook, then you need to just do it here. So nine. Okay. Eight. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me refresh. Seven. Okay. Start counting six. now. I'm been counting. Five. Oh, you been counting? Four. Three. Refresh one more time. Two, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Two and a half. And two refresh. Two and three quarters. <laughs> nope, nobody's done one, it. One, zero. Okay, let's give it away here. Um, Let's come up with some kind of, let's see, I don't know. Let's do some kind of trivia. I would say the, yeah. Go the ahead. Uh, real real, real wait, quick, wait, Thomas two, Jones, I will two, follow two. you. Thomas Jones, I will follow you and I'll get your information. So go ahead with yeah. the, what you're wanting to do now. Hank. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Joe had a... Uh, oh, I was saying okay. the first person to type seven four five two one five two wins. Okay, there you go. <laughs> What's that? What was number? the number? What was the number? <laughs> oh, so I, what a- I already typed it. So. Oh yeah. So whatever number thirteen C put in there, the first one to type it in, you get it. Okay, Robert, Robert Harris. Harris. There you go, Robert uh, Harris. Robert Harris gets the. Robert, Robert Harris is winning everything now. <laughs> There you Man, go. You got to be fast. You got to be fast. You got to be quick on the draw. <laughs> All right. Um, Robert Harris, um, could you go over to Hank's Facebook and send me a message over there on Hank's Army so I can get in contact with you, sir? I don't know if Robert Harris is in there. That's a private thing. Tithing. Oh, that's is pri- it? A private group. So not everyone's in there. Just FYI. <laughs> So, you know. Oh, okay. Tag me on Twitter then. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, if, find the Tyvin show. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. On he's, on on Facebook, it's Tyvin um, TV on Facebook. Yeah. Hey, what's your point oh, of hey. uh, ID? Yeah. And, uh, and Patrick, or, huh? That's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to tell. That's what I'm trying to tell Tyvin. I didn't hear you say again. Uh, yeah, no, Lola. Lola is uh, Lola is saying you can't you can't post anything there if you're not in that group. That's like a private oh. group. We do need to add a couple more people to that group, but that particular group is for like real hardcore strangeaholics. So I don't know if okay. if uh, Robert Harris is in there, but we we can definitely get him into that. Someone could uh, someone could enter him into the group who's already in there. Patrick R okay. wants us to talk about tube steaks. 
So there you Two go, face. Patrick R. We acknowledge you. He's got he's got a joke about that. So that's his flavor. I don't I don't do that. Yeah. He uh, he likes it. I think we should. I think sauce. we should have a celebrity boxing match between the Tyvin Show and Patrick R. And we should do it live <laughs> on the air. You know, or if they don't want to do it in person, they can. They could. Is there some kind of boxing game where you could play two people can play each hey, other remotely? I tell you what, hey, if, Pat, if Patrick has the PlayStation Four, he can go download the Mortal Kombat. I have the game, and we will do it live right here on Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We'll do yes. the best two out of or three out of five. Yeah, I'll take on Patrick <laughs> in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> Let's 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 get that going. Let's make that happen. Oh, oh, cherry wine. I got a kiss. I mean, I almost that was almost like real. Like I felt like uh, I was gonna get a kiss there just now. Oh, hey, you know, uh, no, 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 I'll mail that one to you, dude. No, no, thanks. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next time I see cherry wine, I gotta I gotta cash that in. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Joe. Joe Joe is turning left here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so all right, let's see. What else do we have? Who has Joe? Well, did you have any news things? Well, I'm real sorry. quick, what was the guy's name again? Uh, did it in the comments? Robert Harris, I believe. Robert Harris. Oh, I'm gonna write that Robert down. Robert Harris. There you go. Um, anyone else have any news things, Joe? Other than like obviously this this uh, airline pot co-pilot getting sucked out. That's just hitting the news right now. Uh, Rod uh, Mills, you got anything? You got any tales of big booties and big feet? Or <laughs> well, well, I was going to ask Joe this uh, earlier. He was saying about there were no um, no trainers up there. Is uh, Corey and Erica from Range Time still doing anything? They, I haven't heard anything from them in several years. They were in the very, very southern part of Indiana. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, get over. God. I know you're you're thinking about Erica. That's come on. That's you know. No, I was talking about that. training. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Rod Mills. Sure. <laughs> Are you still <laughs> able to look at those videos? Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Eddie. Joe, do you have yes. some news that you want to go to? News. Um, have Have you talked yet about either? If you already covered it another day, or you're covering it tomorrow, that's fine. Um, any thoughts on Oliver North taking over at the NRA? I'm sure you covered that already. I, I think you did, didn't you? Yeah, uh, we sure did. We yeah, we did discuss that before. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I don't know. What do you think about it, man? I don't think that it's really going to make any kind of difference. What do you think? I heard little hog monster down here in Florida was talking about, oh, you know all about, you know, all of this stuff. Just making a fool of himself and controversy and all that other stuff. Anyhow. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you lost me time. Yeah. <laughs> that look, that dude down there, the anti-gun kid that was in the high school, his oh, last name's Hog oh, or whatever. Okay. Oh, okay. He was making fun of Ollie North and how he deals with all the Iran controversy and all that other stuff. That he Hulk wasn't even born. Was, yeah, I know. Well, he was really ragging on Ollie North and, and all this stuff. You know what? Somebody just needs to be slapped that Hog kid. <laughs> I tell you what, I've never seen a stupid and ignorant person. You know, I, I feel sorry really for him because the school failed him. They didn't teach him his history classes. He obviously failed history class. And he has no concept of being an American and having honor and dignity and respect for yourself 
and others around you. This kid, I feel sorry for him. He's going to end up in jail or a druggie or something, and we're going to find him underneath of a, a bridge or something, all drugged out because his life is just going to go downhill. He has no grip of reality whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Tyvin obviously has no opinion on that one. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Joe, so what do you think, man? Tell us what you think about the whole Ollie North thing. Good, bad, otherwise? I, I, I just have to – I don't know. I mean, at what point are you sitting around like, you know, we need a new president of the NRA and, you know – Hey, what about Oliver North? Where does that come from? <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, but isn't it kind of like a puppet position? Is there really any yeah. kind of power in that, do you think? Because I don't. I don't think there's it's anything. Mostly, it's mostly a figurehead. I mean, I think in order to – in order to, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but basically they had changed the rules so that in order for the board to do anything, I think you need you need like a super, super majority. Something like 80% of the board has to agree and the president has to sign off on it, something like that, in order to change really anything with the organization. So the real power lies with uh, LaPierre and uh, Cox. Those are the two guys who have all the power. And obviously, they're, they're technically, those are two different sort of two different organizations, even though they're together. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, won't, I won't get into the whole thing on that. But, you know, you're, it, it is mostly a figurehead. But at the same time, I don't I don't understand why. Uh, yeah, I agree with uh, CB in the comments. Yeah, absolutely. LaPierre does need to go. Uh, and so does Chris uh, Cox as well. Um, yes. But, you know, it, it is a figurehead position. But at the same time, if you're going to pick a figurehead, right, like they had picked Charlton Heston. So, I mean, there's an iconic guy to put in, you know, even though he's just a figurehead. You know, it's an iconic person, right? Where do you come up? Why would you? I mean, it's a guy who he, he had them. Uh, he he was released from the charges. Um, I forget the exact acquitted wouldn't be the right term, but they were. Uh, oh, it, he had multiple felonies pending against him, right? Because of Iran Contra. Wherever you fall on that, still he's somebody who technically would have been, if if not for presidential interdiction, who would have been a convicted felon, right? Leading you know the nation's largest pro gun rights organization, and I I don't want to impugn. Mr. North's character at all. Um, Cause you know, I don't know the man and there's a lot of, you know, it was, it was a tumultuous time back then. So I don't want to try and second guess what happened there at the same time from the outside looking in now in 2017, why, why would you even want to go down that route? Yeah. CB put, put out Reagan pardoned him before he was actually convicted. So technically he was never convicted. Yeah. I charged. think people, I think gun guys are split on Ollie North. Some of them don't like him. Some of them like him. You know, there's a bunch of different things going on there. Um, Ollie North, for the what has he been doing for the last few years? I think I've, he's been on Fox. Fox shows. Yeah, he's been yeah. doing the Fox News thing and stuff like that. But I think, you know, going back to when Charlton Heston <laughs> was at the NRA, whether he ha- actually had power or not, he was Charlton Heston and he became a symbol and he could get up there and, you know, and, and say things and carry a message. I think we're looking at a completely different situation going on now. And whoever takes that position, they just really don't have a lot of power. It's a lot like uh, Vladimir Putin in Russia, right? I think that, you know, right. ultimately LaPierre is running everything. And then the, the people, you know, that um, that marketing group behind the NRA, those are the people that are really pulling the strings and running things. So. 
Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that could do for us. And really and truly with the NRA, I don't think that they're, they're hurting us way more than they're helping us. And I think that they're going along with a lot of laws that we're going to see coming into effect in the next couple of months or, or that these guys are going to try to make come into effect. So um, I think that and the Republican party needs to go away, man. The Republicans have totally um, betrayed us as well. So. There's a lot of people out here that we can blame a lot of this shit on. Yeah. So go ahead. I'd like to know how that process happened. And it was like all of a sudden, I never heard anything in the news about them even trying to pick somebody to take his place. I'd like to know what the process was that. It's all a publicity stunt kind of thing, I think. Yeah. I mean, Uh they're. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think Wayne, Wayne, Chris and uh, Marion Hammer probably got together and said, hey, let's pick this guy. Yeah. For whatever reason, who knows? It but, would make um, good news. It would deflect maybe from things that are going on. I don't know. He can't hurt us, basically. Yeah. I mean, why not? Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's a figurehead position. Why not grab up uh, somebody who's actually more, you know, actually more pro-gun like uh you want a big name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Selleck, right? I thought he already is in the board or something. Yeah, yeah, he's on the board. But I mean, it's mostly a figurehead position anyway. I know he's still doing a lot of acting, but um, why? What? Why not? I don't know. I, I just I don't see him as being a positive. You know, everybody wants the NRA. They always talk about positive image this, positive image that. Um, it, it just Clint doesn't seem would have been a great pick. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Gr- Grill and guns nailed it. It takes uh, Wayne Lapierre out of the uh, limelight. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I just don't think that we could. We're going to get a lot out of the NRA. I think that it's you know it's a place where gun. It's every year we do this thing and we gather as gun guys, and there's companies that are no matter what they're going to back it. There's people out there that we refer to as fuds that are going to just keep going along with whatever the NRA is going along with, even if they keep losing rights. You know, it's it's the death of a thousand paper cuts with all the stuff that's going on and the things that we're willing to negotiate and give up. Um, I, I don't know. I I went there just because that that's a place where I can go to and come across a lot of people who think like me. At the same time, there's a lot of people over there that don't think like me. And ultimately, we all think we're gun guys. I just think the other side doesn't realize what they're giving up is going to eventually give away our gun rights. And we need um, we, we need people who can do more about this. And, and maybe we're even wasting our time. It comes back to what we were talking about at the top of the show. Like we're saying, oh, we should change the whole NRA. I think it's going to be really difficult. It's as difficult as what Rod was saying, that if, if anti-gun people think that by buying Remington, they can change the whole gun situation. It's the same kind of thing of us thinking, oh, if we take over the NRA, we can change something. I, I mean... How many times has Adam has Adam uh, Kraut run and lost and lost that thing? You know, Three or some, four times. At some point, that energy, like I believe in energy, I believe in drive and passion. Everything that I do here is off of that. But at some point, you have to acknowledge that you're wasting your energy and your drive and passion trying to change the NRA instead of just 
go get behind other organizations and one day the NRA will be marginalized or it'll be whatever, but some other organization can really do stuff about this. Or there's other devices, other methods that we have to do something about this that exists outside of the NRA. I think we're, we're just desperately trying to get the NRA's attention and hope that they'll come around and we can somehow save it and rescue it and infiltrate it. And a lot of that, I think it, it's just a waste of energy personally. Yeah, I give credit to Adam Kraut. I mean, at least he's tried, you know, several times. He's tried to stand up. Don't know him personally. I've never met him. But he seems to be a go-getter type of guy and actually wants to change. Just from my perspective of seeing him on social media, I, I voted. And yeah, but, but what I'm saying is at some point we have to stop wasting our energy on that, right? And just do some other things. Well, that's why I'm also a member of GOA, link in the description below. You know, they actually go right to court and they fight. And I'm also following the Ohio gun owners. And the guys are actually attorneys going to court and I support them. You know, I did the whole gaming thing and everything on YouTube. And then when I started seeing all the the downgrading on our rights and everything, that's why I got involved and started getting in. And then meeting Hank and everybody. I might only do this little bit or this little here or a little bit there. But if everybody did just that little bit as a start, it can help and make a world of difference. So everybody, please go to the link description below. Become a GOA member and support. Be active. Be active on social media and your Facebook and your Twitter. You know, don't be rude. Don't be obnoxious. Don't use foul language. Be respectful, have honor and self-dignity, make a stand. You will be seen or heard. It might only be by one, two, five people, but you've made a stand for our country, your rights, and your beliefs. America is the best country on the planet. There's no other like it, and there will never be another. Don't give away what our forefathers died for. Don't let them take it away. Yeah, absolutely. Please. I think I think ultimately we have to get up there and do things. I was reading an article. I can't find it. I was trying to, I was looking for it, but I saw here in Florida where the NRA, for example, challenged uh, what's going on here with the laws. And then they're saying that uh, the, the judge in that case does not want to let the, um, you know, the people who are under t 21 be anonymous, right? That they actually have to be named in order to, to get up there and fight this thing. People, ultimately, this is coming down to the people and we could do something about it. We could get out there and push back and fight back and, you know, win or lose. You can't be afraid of fighting a battle because you think you might lose. If you, if you think that it's worthy, you get out there and you make the sacrifice and you fight so that if, if all is lost in the end, you knew that you got up and you did something about it. We also can't sit around just blaming it on this organization or that organization, because ultimately all of that is not going to get us anywhere or move us forward. I, I don't want to give up any of these rights. I want to reclaim the ones that they wrongfully took from us. So yes. that's, that's why I'm spending a lot of this, uh, my time and my energy trying to push back in this way. But I think there's just some things that are just a waste of time trying to do. And the NRA trying to change them to me is, uh, is just looking like a big waste of time, big waste of time and energy. You know? Yeah. All honestly, the NRA was a good group, a good, you know, collective. 
I think they they've really lost their way, and they're using points of view and perspective and their power over individuals to make money. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's not. A, I mean, if they really wanted to, and with everybody having all these A ratings of all these politicians and stuff, there's no reason the only gun law we should have is against gun-free zones. We would have all of our rights back if they really wanted to push and go up on these politicians and say, look, here's the deal. I mean, Max says it's not possible, but I honestly do believe if they really wanted to push together and they got all these people on the news and said, look, gun owners, law-abiding citizens of the United States will no longer stand for the corrupt and illegal laws being passed by and city governors and states generals and all this other stuff, no more. I honestly believe if there was a big stand, and it's starting to, the guy down there in Atlanta told uh, the airplane company, look, you're against the 2A. Well, you're now paying fuel tax. Yeah. Dick's Sporting Goods. I've seen four articles already. All the stores are bare. There's one car in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a toy. I don't think it'll be a civil war. It'll be a financial war. It, that, I think that's going to be the first thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say this thing. If you look at, um, so did any of you guys look at when the president came to speak in front of the NRA? I saw part of his speech, um, but I didn't get a chance to re- watch okay. the rest of it. What about you, so Joe? Anything you do, enlighten me. Yeah, did you get a look at that, Joe? I, I, I did not. I actually just got back into town uh, early Monday morning because uh, my plane was delayed. I was on vacation all last week, um, so I've been out of it. I actually... It's actually part of part of the reason why I wasn't in NRA. I flipped a coin. And I was like, you know, I can do NRA um, or I can get two more days vacation time with the family because yeah. the way the week worked out for my vacation. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking the whole week off for the family. Absolutely, man. And that's not so a bad thing. So, uh, Rod, did you look at the speech the president made to the NRA? Uh, I think I was with you, Hank. Okay, so here's the thing. If you look back, if you look back at that speech, it's there. Everyone could go look at it. The NRA members that were there did not boo the president. If I was there, I would be booing the living crap out of him for the things that he's put forward and his administration has done. I know I get it. Hillary would have been worse and all that kind of stuff. I voted for Trump and and, and all that crap. But I would not let him just come there and go, yay, everything you say is awesome. But that's what people did. And that's what we're going up against. The people, there's a there's a huge number of people who are in the NRA who believe in that. And that's the reason why, like, to, to get to, the, to fill the board is not even going to happen. It's not just that they're rigging it or they have all these laws that make it really difficult. And even if you get on the board, you can't do anything. You can't get on there in the first place because most of the people who are members of the NRA just don't get what we're talking about. They don't understand that. They don't think they're going to lose any gun rights. They don't think the president is going to take anything away from them, although he's blatantly saying that he's going to do that. So that's what we're going up against. I I believe you have to look at that and you have to accept the reality of what's going on there. And Trump is one of the first presidents who actually says something and does it. It's not a roundabout or we'll get to it or we'll wait 15, 20 years or whatever. Trump's doing stuff that he actually says that he's doing. And I'm a little gun shy about some of the stuff that he's talked about. I'm not a happy camper. Yeah. Hey, there were two sets of people at NRE. 
and you know who they were. They were those that were out there with the vendors with us on the floor in the exhibition hall. And then there were those that were actually in there at the conference with Trump and all the other political people. So that's where the, the, the dividing line was, because I can guarantee you, if you would have had a third of those people that were on the, uh, the exhibition floor in there, you would have gotten a lot of booze. Yeah. 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 Go, yeah. Ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Sure. So, you know, we're, I'm going to play into some of the comments I've been watching them stream through. Uh, people have asked, like, well, what's the GOA done? So I would encourage people to go and check out the records. We've talked about it on shows before. I'm, I'm not going to dig back down into that, rehash that, because we're coming up here on eight o'clock. But um, the GOA has done a tremendous amount. And you look at a lot of the lawsuits they've started, they've filed that NRA joined in on at the last minute. And then when there was victory, NRA claimed victory, never mentioning gun owners of America. So I right. would encourage people to dig into that because the Gun Owners of America does a lot. Um, now, now when when kind of switching gears a little bit here to uh, uh, oh god, where did it go? Um, yeah, the chat's last, rolling up real fast. <laughs> right. What, what was the last thing you said right before I started talking, Hank? Um, I was talking about the um, the NRA and how there's people who you know the like oh, the right, president right. speech, etc. Individual members. So. Um, and Tyvin was talking about how uh, Trump does, you know, actually does what he says. So what, what, when we start going back and we start looking at um, presence, right, when when Trump gets this through and to me, uh, I, I talked to Trump at a previous NRA meeting and did, did a short back and forth with him. I got a little bit of it on video, um, uh, but, you know, Trump is clueless when it comes to guns. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. All right. You know, you've got a guy who manages a multi-billion dollar empire. Right. He doesn't know about guns. And, and that's fine. Um, but so he is, in my opinion, doing exactly what Wayne and Chris are telling him because he doesn't he doesn't know jack about guns. When I talk to him, it's all his son, this, that, whatever. He is doing all these sit down. I mean, I've never seen a president before have so many sit down meetings. Any president have so many sit down meetings with with. Uh, representative with the head of the NRA, right? I mean, he's had two or three lunches since he's been president. He's had two or three lunches with them, plus two dinners, mm -hmm. five. And how many, I mean, well, that's insane, right? Mm -hmm. He is doing exactly what Wayne and Chris are telling. Exactly. Yeah. So um, should, 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 when these two things come to fruition, Trump will have passed more gun control than the past, what, five Democrat presidents combined. Right. right. So, yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, you want to talk about ruffling people's feathers. I'm really going to put people on their ear, right? Democrats talk about passing gun control. Republicans pass gun control, right? So we look back. Trump gets this through. Trump, Trump's anti-gun president, as far as I'm concerned with that now. Unless someone can actually bend his ear and convince him that Wayne and Chris are not the friends he thinks they are, Right. You look back. Uh, oh, maybe uh, they are friends. Maybe the plan is for, for them, to, for, for them to give them. these votes to him, not giving a crap what right. happened. Yeah. So so we've got uh, Bush Sr., right? He passed the 89 ban. You have Reagan, the 86 ban as president. He banned guns. You look back as as uh, as governor, Reagan banned guns. You look at all these gun control things that actually passed. Damn near all of them are under Republican presidents. So people and it, it's not just a mindset of NRA members is what I'm getting to. People as a whole need to understand that just because one party's in power or just because one group is saying something, you have to dig down into the details and actually look at what they're doing, not just what they're saying. 
right? Because I mean, you look at a lot of the quotes from Reagan. I mean, from from a quote standpoint, he's probably one of the greatest presidents we've had in a very, very, very long time, Reagan. But when you look at what he actually passed and what he did, horrible president, especially yeah. for gun rights. <laughs> right. um, and, and now I'm not saying most people are paying attention to this. They're not actually yeah. putting two and two together. Exactly. And, they're and just li- listening to the quotes and they're like, oh, this is our dude. Right. And, and I'm not saying that because, you know, they did this, that the alternative would have been better. It wouldn't have been. But we need to at least open our minds up and be able to say, all right, this happened and this was wrong and see it and acknowledge it and own it. Yeah. Not if just we, if we were the real, it's better than what would have been. Right. Absolutely. I agree. If we were real enough, the president would have gone to do his speech and he would have gotten booed. And he would have gone, oh, shit, I'm not doing what the gun guys want. But he didn't right. get booed because the gun guys in the room are totally fine with whatever the hell he's doing. And that's the problem. They have license. We gave that to him. Some some portion of this gun community is given license to the NRA and the president and every and Republicans to do this. And if people don't wake up and do something about it, those people are going to find that they won't have their lever actions and their shotguns and whatever hell it is that they think, you know, that they're not worried about the black rifles and all that. It's going to happen to them. And, you know, that's I, I think that we should still push back. But you have to learn how to pick your fight. So. Uh, yeah. You know what? We're, we're we're way past nine here, so I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to go through. Um, Tyvin, what's going on with you, man? Let's. Uh... Oh, just quick update. Uh, recovered from our uh, truck breakdown in Florida, and we got that fixed uh, two days later. So that's next day's vacation. So I'm home. Going back to work tomorrow. Um, I got to get over the guys. We've been putting it off because of events. But uh, we're going to try to do the We the People podcast this weekend. I got to get a hold of everybody. So make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Tyvin Show. Other than that, uh, I've got a bunch of videos to edit, and we should have everything up on the Tyvin Show and uh, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. So make sure you guys check it out. So big shout out to Hank, Lola, and Hank's whole crew down there. Ever get a chance to go to Big Daddy Guns? Link in the description below. Check it out. Awesome shop. Clean, respectable guys. Guns are immaculate, well proportioned on the wall. A lot to see. The guys at the counter are very knowledgeable. So, also check out Big Daddy Unlimited. Buy the membership, and you can save a lot of water bucks. Big stuff. <laughs> so, thanks to uh, Lola back here. I know it was a short time for me to jump on tonight. So, thank you. All right, uh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Okay, Rod Mills, what's going on with you, man? Man, I'm just trying to keep my sanity. My daughter uh, is over in uh, Beijing, China right now. Really? Uh, yeah, so she's there with her uh, her college, her university. Uh, so they're doing some uh, studies for the next two weeks. And lo and behold, I go look at uh, the movie Taken the other night. And so I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm sleeping in the bed with my Glock now, you know, ready to, you know. Yeah, hit. I don't know how you're going to get to China to do something. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, hey. You know, More but yeah, power just, to you. Yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to. You have you know, a, you, it'll be easier for you to get into Wakanda. I'll tell you that. <laughs> ben, <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> a. It, they're twelve hours behind. Uh, well, behind us. Uh, so it's like when I well in front of us. Well, behind us, behind us. So it's like uh, nine o'clock in the morning there. So 
you know, I'm just trying to just keep my sanity. Hope, hopefully she's having a fun time. If she's looking at me, uh, I love you. Be safe. Uh, be uh, aware of your surroundings, but have fun. Is Absolutely. she a high teen in college, or is she in her twenties? No, she's in she? uh, she's in graduate school. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay. so she's been okay. She's she's just not a kid running around in a foreign country. Okay. No, no, no. She's twenty three. Yeah. She's okay. Grown. She's she's a little bit grown. All right. So, Joe, okay. what's going on with you, man? Um. Well, uh, like you, I've got a mailing list that I'm trying to bump up. So go to HankStrange.tv for Hanks, right? Absolutely. Thank you. And Thank then you, uh, you go to 13cgunreviews.com or 13c.us. And over on the right-hand side, there'll be a place to sign up for the newsletter. Um, if we get shut down on one of these various channels, it's a way to stay in touch. Um, other than that, uh, if you guys are already subscribed, thank you. If you haven't, please subscribe uh, You know, between Facebook, YouTube, uh, full30.com, uh, you know, we're over on Instagram as well. And make sure to hit those notification buttons, be it for Hank or Tyvon or wh- wh- wherever you guys are at. Make sure to hit that notification bell uh, on the side there next to the subscribe button so you get notified when we get these things. Because I have videos going up and people still aren't seeing them. And I- I'm trying to remind people, hey, you know, see those because our subscriber count still keeps going up. But our views are stagnating because nobody's seeing them because of these changes that they made and that they continue to to run along. So supposedly YouTube just changed the algorithm. Yeah. Again. Yeah. If you're looking for our stuff, we put up videos uh pretty much every day. So yeah. all right. So make sure that you check out 13C gun reviews. There you go. Um also check out the Tyvin show. And uh Scorched Earth, you've got a YouTube channel, right, Rod Mills? Yes, sir. Is uh Scorched Earth Firearms uh training. Uh and if you want to friend me on Facebook, just friend me at Rod Mills. Um, you know, I accept all unless you're not a weirdo, but um I accept all friends' uh, requests on Facebook. Okay. All right. Very cool. I want to thank everyone that's here in the chat, everyone that supports us on Patreon and other places. We appreciate it. Also, to the guys from ATI Outdoors that sponsor us, Big Daddy Guns, of course, Andrew's Custom Leather, and, of course, Safety Harbor Firearms. We will be back tomorrow. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We're out of here right now. Peace. All right. See you, everybody. See you, everybody. We're out.